Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. James Farley. Hello. No Matt Murray this week, but returning to the show for the first time in 2022 is Sarah Dyer. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I am okay. I'm okay. I mean, you're not. We've just been talking for about 10 minutes about how not okay you are. I <laughs> like to give the impression that everything's fine. Sure. Okay. All right, fine. That kind of guy. Yeah. You're not letting the, you're not letting the listeners in, no. I don't want everyone to know that I'm. I've got COVID, and the whole family's got COVID, and yeah. I am ready to kill. I have, I do not want that information out there, Sean. I, I get you, mate. Save it for the bonus show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got to pay for that stuff. Uh, Sarah, welcome back. Is Thanks. It, is it is it exciting to be back? It is. I'm ex- I'm excited that James is here because we've not we've not done one. You've when James told me that. Here. I couldn't believe it. You've you've not podcasted with James Farley before. No, that, you are in for an absolute treat. You've missed nothing. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I mean, is it is it exciting that James is here or that Matt isn't? Yeah, what's uh, more exciting? I'm just you know. Oh no! Oh, see, I said I said on Twitter earlier that I was going to be nice to Matt tonight. <laughs> He's been horrendous to you when you've not been on the show. Why would you? What do you mean? Why would you offer? Not on, not on, not on the ones that I've listened to, or has he just done it when the they're not they're not recording? I, I reckon he blocks your IP when he uh, he sends a different version of the show <laughs> to your IP. Um, no, I mean podcasting with James is great because you're going to hear all the stuff that we cut out. Uh, you know, all these random tangents, his sort of right wing agenda that he plugs oh, into gosh. the show. You're going to hear that live. We can't edit that out while you're here. So um, <laughs> enjoy that. This week, we would like to thank our Patreon producers, the Full Nels crew. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights for Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabsy Wabsy, Rocketman76, Rex Reese. Happy birthday, Sam. Love from Neil, aka Bitchin' Sink, Grey Dragon Claw, and Fred Fenge. They are the full Nels crew, and they support us via patreon.com forward slash TCGS. You can do so too. You don't have to go full Nels. Various different tiers, aren't there, Sean? Various different tiers. There's you various can sign different up to. tiers, yeah. And, um, and it's really appreciated. Anyone that supports us there, thank you very much. You keep the show going. Uh, should we get feedback to. Oh, actually. We should Hello. quickly mention before we go to feedback, yeah. um, and we can't announce anything yet. I mean, it would be outrageous if we announced it while Matt wasn't on the show. <laughs> um, but the Laser Quest live show thing in Sheffield is, I mean, we've taken steps forward, haven't we, Sean? Talks are ongoing. Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. Got, we've got a date. We can't announce that yet, but we have got a date. We've got, uh, we, we're currently working on tickets. Um, so hopefully by this time next week, we will have some announcements to make. But for those of you that have got in touch that said, this sounds brilliant. Good. Right. Put your money where your mouth is because, you know, don't give it all the big un. And then when we say, oh, we set it out, go, oh, oh, I don't fancy it actually. Sorry. No, yeah, we, we will be checking. We've taken down names and we will be <laughs> checking. It's going to be so good. Sarah, you're coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you, you, may no have, you, may have, you may have given me, you know, the, a cheeky little heads up on that date, and I've, <laughs> I've booked some time off work. I won't say anything <laughs> really? to, I won't say, I won't say anything to like give away when it is. But okay. yeah, it's. Did, 
Did they it's... ask you why? <laughs> Did you have to explain, I'm going to play Laser Quest with people <laughs> I haven't met before? No, but considering I book time off work like every couple of months to go and work at pro wrestling shows. Oh, um, fair enough. This, this is fairly is, standard. This, I, yeah, I feel like this is maybe slightly more normal. I don't know <laughs> if it is. Remember, mm. we're all fully grown adults playing Laser Quest. I mean, I've got nothing against that. If it sounds like the best thing to do with my time, <laughs> like I'm, I'm properly excited. But explaining to people that aren't on board with that stuff—that's where the problem lies. I think I don't. I don't think I'm going to mention it to my work. I, also, I didn't mention it to you... Chen. Like when when I was going to talk to her about it, and I was really? saying like, I've got to, I've got to go to Sheffield, and she was like, "Why?" And I said, "I've just something to do with the show." Business. Yeah. Technically work. And then Rachel asked if she could come as well. And I said, "Absolutely not." Like, there's, there's, <laughs> no chance. I mean, you also you forget as well that like I work in video games, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, but video games are like super cool and for grown ups, so. I don't know why you would bring that into it. This like what <laughs> super yo, well, we all, video games are, are like for grown-ups, They're right? Incredibly mature. They've got feelings in. Yep. There was some, some to make you cry. I played one with bit with some sex in. So Whoa. grown-ups, mature <gasps> audiences only. I don't know. I'll tell, I'll tell you later, Sean. What, one of the later. David Cage ones. Oh, <laughs> all of the David Cage ones, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it is quite funny that we found out that it, this is going to be an 18-plus event. <laughs> I, how many Laser Quest uh, uh, parties have 18 uh, adults only. Oh, I was going to say, you make that sound like something's, something, yeah. I don't know, something's going to happen. Oh, we I got strippers. Not, I was not aware <laughs> of this 18 plus policy. Where's this coming no. from? Oh, it's because, because, uh, yeah, no, I can say this. Yeah, because the live show is going to be in the, the bar. In a bar. Right? Yeah. The gaming oh, bar. Okay, so, yeah. And the gaming bar is like 18 only. So that's the, uh, yeah, that's the problem. There. We're probably saying too much. We will hold off. <laughs> Keep your eye out. The announcement's coming, and it's all very exciting. Um, should we get to feedback, Sean? Yes. Uh, Hack on Lingstad says, not to come off as a massive nerd or anything, but you should keep calling it Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> you were saying the other week, we weren't sure if it was Arceus or Arceus. Yeah, but we, you, I think we settled on Arceus. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't. I, I'm <laughs> clueless, mate. Um, all right, fair enough. Agon says, basing this off the katakana of the Japanese version of the title, which is pronounced A-R-U-S-E-U-S-E, i.e. Arceus, uh, if we wanted you to say it the other way, they'd use a syllable with a K sound in it, which is, yeah, fair point. Um, they then go on to say, that being said, I also checked the katakana used for the title of Forza. Forza. Fuck, fuck you got me doing it now. Yeah, Forza. Forza, mate. And that sounds closer to Dave's way of saying it than to the Italian one. So at least 120 million people in Japan agree with you this time around, David. See that? I don't know this time around. Like many times, those 120 million people have gone. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. Don't think you're right, then, mate. <laughs> see, the thing about this is, I see. I checked this because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure because it, it looks like it should be Arceus. It really does. And then, well, I mean, I, go on. I mean, I had a look on YouTube and like, I think Nintendo like adverts like say Arceus instead. I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, I mean yeah. the thing is because because this this goes all the way back to when Pokemon first started, right? Because we've talked on the show before about how for years I insisted it was pronounced Pokemon. Yeah, that's right. Because like, because I it was like, you know, back in the day, I saw like a trailer, like it was a Japanese trailer for Pokemon Snap. And I heard the guy say Pokemon Snap. And I was like, oh, right, okay, that's, that's how you pronounce it. And then spent the next 10 years getting mocked by everyone 
and eventually just gave in. Um, <laughs> because how, oh, well, they're in the American cartoon, they say Pokemon. Um, yep. so you let me yeah. down with that one because I followed your lead and and, uh, uh, and then I got the mocking. Um, the one, I tell you the what, one the, bit of influence I had over Dave and that, that's how I spent it. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> why you've never well, had the, it again. <laughs> all, the, all the Pokemon have different. All the Pokemon have different names. Yeah. In different, like even across like Europe, loads yeah. of them have got different names. Well, like Brian, so, Tom. I mean, Steve, I'm gonna Ian. keep. I'm gonna keep calling it Arceus because the other one is just ass. Arceus. Yeah, yeah, but like, is yeah. this is this like? I'm not calling remember? it that. It's meant to be a god. Do you remember <laughs> when we were at school, Sean? Were you of yeah. the era where they were trying to stop kids saying Uranus? <laughs> no, I think uh, I think it was very much Uranus. Wasn't Uranus? It was Uranus. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I was, I was a kid, it Uranus. was. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was. Uh, uh, stop saying Uranus. It's Uranus. It's Uranus. But uh, they've dropped that now, right? Schools are saying it's Uranus again. Oh, is it still a planet? I thought it was. Isn't that one of the ones that's been like deep? No, no, no that's it's, I think it's been. Hasn't oh, it been reenlisted? It's been brought back in the fold. Yeah, it was Pluto. Yeah, it was Pluto. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah, one of them's just a ball of gas, not actually a planet, right? Something like that. I don't know. I don't know what it's fucking a, planet, planet, planet is. Like. <laughs> no, that's Pluto. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, what do they? So because yeah, because when Pluto wasn't a planet, what mnemonic did they use? Because you, you obviously that that means you can't do you know uh, my very easy method just shows us nine planets. Can't do that anymore. If there's yeah, no my Pluto. very easy method just shows us nine. <laughs> yeah, you just you just you just don't say Pluto at the end. You don't you just don't say Pluto. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, th- yeah. I remember that specifically being in school and them mm. saying Uranus and everyone going it's Uranus and then laughing and the teacher getting really angry saying we don't call it that anymore. It's Uranus. Maybe it was just who's, my school. Yeah, but who's we? I was going to yeah. Who's, who's, we? What, what authority decided? Yeah. This? And like, and was it? You know, because if it was technically originally Uranus, then fine. I mean, that, that kind of adds the word urine instead, so it swings and roundabouts, really. But I feel it's like they're just Uranus insisting... Uranus is my way funnier. It's <laughs> way funnier. <laughs> um, I just I feel like they're just insisting that to stop you saying Uranus. I think that was it, though, Sean, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I think the problem is the school board system, <laughs> they, they <laughs> sat down and said 90% of our uh, lessons about space, uh, a laughter from the kids laughing about <laughs> Uranus, but, but laughing about laughing about what? <laughs> you know, Uranus. Why are you calling it Not that? Laughing because, at my anus. Come on. Um, <laughs> it's but still equally, funny. Doesn't it, but doesn't it annoy you that like? I mean, yeah, maybe teachers, have, as I say, maybe teachers have backed down on this now, but it's like, well, guess what? Kids are probably far more likely to fucking remember it if you just let them say Uranus. This, though, true. Like, teachers are backed down. Like, they've, they've done like a conference to, like, yeah, talk yeah, yeah, about this. Right. <laughs> James, Dave and I are the authority on this. All right, don't try and... <laughs> I, I, you know what? Some teachers might be, you know, I might be idiots. I'm starting to work that out. I think I'm starting <laughs> to work that out. Next bit of feedback. Uh, 100 dozen fractured soup bowls uh, says I missed the switch repair slash ASMR stream on Thursday by about an hour and went back to watch the VOD on Twitch I skipped through a few times no fucking danger I'd watch him undo all those screws and it was in the latter half of the video when I noticed that Sean was sounding a bit like he was drunk and slurring his words I spent about 10 minutes thinking it was part of the whole ASMR shtick until I eventually realised I'd somehow accidentally set the video to play at 75% speed it was kind of good actually uh, please can Matt edit the pod to have it play back at 75% speed, but only when Sean is speaking. Thanks very much. 
Uh, I mean, Matt's not editing this week. See, that would be don't. murder to do, wouldn't it? That would be really hard. Well, you, be really you wouldn't difficult. need to do it either, would you? Because, I mean, we've covered on this show many times in the past that <laughs> most podcast players have, all right, it's not a, a 0.75 speed, but it's a 0.5 speed, and yeah. it's one of the funniest things you can do with a podcast. Like, for example, <laughs> just to give you an example, because we haven't done it for a while, here's uh, a section of last week's show at half speed. Are you ready? I bet it'll be funny. I've just put mm-hmm. it at a random part of the podcast, right? Incredible host. The the place is absolutely lovely as well, but I'm just saying. Like and also or if if not one of those, then do you remember when you were a kid? I mean do it. Set your podcast player to half speed. It's one of the fun it's one of the best times you'll have. Unless you're in a science lesson before what, they changed it to Uranus. What if what if you do it to the Game of the Year show? Oh my Game god. Game of the Year show. Well, James will sound sober. That's the craziness of it. It sort of goes back on itself. It circles back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty mad. Um, right, okay. Uh, Matt, brackets, not that one. Oh. Uh, right, this is an interesting one, right? Because Matt says, starts with, please play Vampire Survivors. It's brilliant and rubbish and compulsive and throwaway. Game of the Year. And then he adds, plus one member of the TCGS to help fall asleep club brackets but I do go back and catch up on the bits I've snoozed through hashtag team James except <laughs> clearly they don't do that because we <laughs> talked about vampire survivors last week <laughs> yeah, yeah for quite a while <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt you definitely slept through that bit yeah we need Sorry, to, we need to start um just playing site really loud in the middle of the podcast Gunshot noises, explosions, and stuff. Could you imagine that? If I put like the default iPhone uh, alarm, I just edited that into the middle of the (laughs) podcast. Like, how horrible would that be? I mean, you could do that, that. or you could use the air horn, but then people will think it's the socials. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's that's not as good. I reckon at some point over the next year we just drop that in really loud in the middle of the podcast <laughs> so people think like they're falling asleep and then that happens the thing I is, if have... you did the if you did the iphone one like for me that that would just be like a minute or so of me just going yeah what the fuck who's is that fucking iphone in yeah. my house <laughs> yeah but I, i'm sort of just that's probably going to be the most common one percentage wise isn't it oh Not... i don't know well, I, I I say that because I assume Android have a variety of them. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, so iPhone, not not because we've got more iPhones iPhone have got users. options. They have got options, but who changes them on iPhone? I have. Because <laughs> I, I hate That's a good question. Oh, maybe I haven't changed it on this one because I got my new iPhone at the weekend. There we go. Oh, also, I guess so maybe I haven't changed it, it yet. Who still uses ringtones though? No one does. I, you not never hear them. For, no, I'm only, not talking about ringtones. Talking about alarms. On alarms. alarms. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Um, on on the, on the iPhone, can you not use Spotify for your alarm? Well, yeah, probably. That won't I, that that won't, that won't wake me up. Well, the, see, this is the thing. I recently thought it would be funny to set like so. I have a playlist which is like the soundtrack to mostly Joe Rogan. Joe Perra talks with you. Sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> season two. <laughs> And it turns out the soundtrack to Joe Perra Talks With You is very good at putting me straight back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Slept through my alarm about five days in a row and then figured I should probably change it. The other idea I had was was getting the sound effect for um, AirPods when they're running out of battery 
and just oh, dropping yeah. that in the middle of a podcast oh, somewhere. That's so annoying that noise. <laughs> I know that'd be <laughs> awful, wouldn't it? Do, 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 do. I hate that sound as well. Like yeah. it really is like do, do, do. you you forgot to charge me. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, because you forget, don't you, that like you know songs that have like a record scratch and then it, like stops and then it carries on. You yeah. forget that there was a point in time where that would literally make people go like, oh shit, the turntable's fucked. Right, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Whereas, but but we never like we just like assume that's just like a funny thing that some like someone might put in a song and don't actually associate it with the physical act of the thing playing the song being fucked. Well, hmm, do you know what I mean? The, the, the more common sound from a turntable though that people use these days is that. You know what I mean? It's the, well, that's actually intentionally that, oh, scratching it rather than yeah. Even, that's not yeah. like they people wouldn't just edit in like the the skips of a. Would they? Yeah, I'm sure that's been are a thing. It's gone on far too long, and you just talk nonsense. Be. But Sean, are you thinking of dance music, mate? Not really. I'm not really a fan of the old dancing, am I? <laughs> As we know. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm aware of that. Uh, any more feedback? Uh, no. Good. Good. How can people get feedback over to us, Sean? Uh, they can go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Oh, if they must. Sarah, are you excited to hear what the news hound is like live? It's pretty <laughs> exciting. I know, I can't wait. I'm really, I, 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 was, I was like keeping an eye, obviously, on Twitter, like all day today, being like, please let something big happen. <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> well, don't, uh, can we talk about that? We, we could cut this if we can't. But aren't you able like in your position to announce something that might actually make this news what aren't you in a position to sort of like announce like not really but like about? if you just wanted couldn't you put like a pr tweet out is it you got no control over that no <laughs> i'm not i'm not the ceo Community manager yeah that means i have no power You've got no access to the, the company uh, Twitter keys, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just whack <laughs> one out there. I'm not talking legitimate news. I'm talking, let's try and fuck up, James. That's what I was going to do. That was by <laughs> announcing some massive acquisition. <laughs> <laughs> James, what's the news, mate, this week? Okay, it's, I mean, the first one I've got is about Stadia um, because it was something which happened this week. Um, so apparently Google are deprioritizing Stadia as they shift to securing streaming deals instead. So they've decided they're going to kind of like depreciate the consumer side of this and instead they're going to focus on their new label which is called Google Stream. And this is where they're trying to get like deals where other companies will use the technology but it won't be branded with Google stuff anymore. So apparently they, they already spoke with Bungie about this before, like presumably before Bungie was bought. Um, you know, by by Sony, and they were trying to do a deal whereby you know they would have like Bungie would still have like complete ownership over all the content and the user experience and everything, but then Google would power the back end, and it was also offered to Capcom as well. And so uh, the idea then that. would be that you'd buy a Destiny app for your telly or whatever, and yeah. that would stream Destiny for you right. using yes. Stadia, but without the right. Gotcha. So they're going to do that, and then also they've kind of said that they're not really bothering anymore with trying to get like um, you know big third party games or anything on Stadia. It's like they're not they're, they're not going to pursue that anymore. But they have done a deal with Peloton, um, you know the oh, um, right, the the bike people, 
Um, you know, the, but how does know, that? Because the... Peloton already like streams like live lessons and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or classes, whatever. Um, so what? Yeah, I'm intrigued. I don't know. What, does, be what does this do that Peloton's like existing games? solution doesn't? Yeah. Oh, I don't I've know. heard adverts for that. Is that the one where it's like you can meet your trainer and they can tell you what to yeah. do, and they're like, keep cycling. Well, because gen- yeah, generally speaking, you do more exercise when there's someone shouting at you, and... right? <laughs> Uh, and, and you know it's happening live, you know. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is someone shouting at you on Zoom to pedal faster? Yeah, yeah. Come on, you yeah, can't. Well, that's, 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 <laughs> that's how Peloton works. <laughs> that's just how it works. Because this is, this is why, like, you know, it's like a lot of people, you know, buy an exercise bike for, you know, to have at home. And then it turns out without the sort of impetus of, like, there being a class, you tend not to do as much. I don't. Yeah. So, I wouldn't buy an exercise bike to have someone call me that, Sean. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't need to, would you? Exactly. It just happens for free did, though, anyway. Imagine you <laughs> yeah. bought a Peloton. They're like, how much do they cost? They're like five grand or whatever. Yeah, they're they are very expensive. <laughs> and you turn it on yeah. for the first time. Like, oh, this is going to be really lovely. And so oh, can like, we right, get in touch with fucking... Peloton and then just record one session with you like as the trainer? <laughs> Wait, where you're just <laughs> shouting stuff like that. I'd, you... I'd sign up. <laughs> Pedal harder. Do you, do, you, do you guys honestly not know how... So like when when you when you do like a Peloton class, yeah. it's a live it's a live class. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the person the person doing it can see all of the usernames of everyone in the class, so they will speak to you like one on one as if address you. you were in what, the and room see with their them. stats and stuff. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. hell to me. What and like I, shame you while you're doing it? I, mean, I don't think I don't think they no, shame you. No, <laughs> the clip the clips I've seen they. If anything, they're like too positive <laughs> and like too chirpy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. That's see. That's the thing I always find with these things because I tried Apple Fitness for a bit, yeah. and it's like it's like you didn't no, tell us this. No, this is the first we've heard of this. I know. Because I'm not going to tell you this, but it's like no one is that happy, like all the time, <laughs> and it's just I don't know. I, I didn't get on with it. It was too much. I just love the idea whenever James meets someone who's just naturally cheerful and he's just like, nah, not buying this. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no chance. So anyway, uh, back to Stadia. Um, yeah, so instead, they're going to focus just on still getting like indie games and stuff like that onto the service. Um, mm-hmm. But also, do you want to know what's happened to Phil Harrison? Go on. Oh, tell me they've sacked him. No, he's, he's still there. Um, okay. So, But he now reports to Google's head of subscriptions. And he's also oh. apparently moved back to the UK. He's he's not really involved. It seems quite so much as he was. Wow! Because apparently they, they 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 set a goal of one million <laughs> active users by the end of twenty twenty, but mm. they missed the goal by twenty five percent. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Then was it? Yeah. <laughs> Work that out. Around around that number. Yeah. Work that out. Um, well okay. I mean, look, we've known. Stadia's been in trouble for a while. This seems like the way it's been going for a while. Let's see what happens throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, is, I mean, the, I, this is the first stage, isn't it, though, towards it being eventually, like the consumer side of it being shuttered, like eventually. And, well, I, 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 do, I, I do find it interesting that, I mean, Microsoft are the main ones that people go to for streaming now, That right? Yeah. They mm. use their service. What's their service uh, called? I think... I think the more the so yeah so Microsoft is XCloud. I think um, uh, GeForce Now is mm-hmm. oh, yeah, quite yeah. popular as well because basically mm-hmm. 
if you've already bought games on Steam that have been um, like added to the GeForce Now service, you mm-hmm. can access your Steam games through it. And essentially, That's it's right, just yeah. like renting a PC. Also, if you pay for like the highest subscription, it's a full whatever the whatever the ridiculous graphics card is. That's right. Yeah, we use yeah. GeForce now. But I'm talking about the back back end stuff. That Microsoft have got a name for that service because Sony Azure. uses it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Azure. Yeah. As you Azure's. Yeah. So it yeah. sounds like they're more going up against that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. or going to try and take some of that market share. So I mean there must be there must be some money there to be made. Um, I mean, yeah, they've, yeah. Already, they've already done um so in the US AT and T offered one of the Batman Arkham games, um, like in a browser, um, and then right. that was revealed to be powered by Stadia as part of like okay. the white label thing. But I mean, right. um, Stadia came out and said they've got more than a hundred titles joining the service in 2022. Yeah, but again, <laughs> we're, we're, are those titles that came out in 2010? You know, it's like, or are they new ones? It's because there's a, there's a lot of stuff on there. I don't there's, know. It's there's 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 definitely there's definitely a couple of like new games. There's a kickstarted one um, called mm-hmm. Sky Climbers. That's that's due to come out on Stadia because it um it got it was a Kickstarter project um and the stadia community like really really kind of got behind it um mm-hmm. and was like a big part of like their backers um so yeah there's definitely there's definitely going to be things still coming to it we just have to see how successful that that um that is throughout the year so i, think- I mean it's it, it sounds it doesn't sound like great news at the moment for stadia but uh who knows who knows what'll happen in the i future. think they'll have more luck with the google stream thing i think that'll that'll go down better possibly mm-hmm. possibly the, the, th- the thing is like every every time you guys bring up stadia i always kind of want to like put this in feedback or whatever but then you're like oh every time we talk about stadia we get loads of feedback people saying this so i'm actually just going to say it like <laughs> live so you have to put it in but actually, <laughs> Stadia does work really oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was like never it... any problem with that. It's just the content. <laughs> it's the problem. It's like, it definitely works. I mean, I've used it, and it definitely works. It's just they don't have... There's not a compelling reason to use it over anything else because they haven't signed like a lot of like really, really like, excellent like sort of first-party games or anything like that like for it. Yeah, and that, that was that was what we were hoping they were going to do when they when they started building all those studios and they were saying, yeah, we're going to have our own mm. content. There's going to be a load of good stuff, you know, that's coming to this. Then we had like all the stuff like you know Red Dead Redemption, you know, two coming to it, and then all that kind of dried up, and now that's it. And uh, that's it. The technology definitely works. Like it's it's it was very impressive, but the content wasn't there, and that's one of the things that I think Microsoft have done so successfully with this with like i mean they have bought just loads and loads of companies to make this happen but they have the content and that's that's what you what i think i feel you need for these services yeah, yeah. it's weird they, they they also seem to work it into a sort of supplement rather than a main way to play your games you yeah know? uh you play your games on xbox or pc but you know if you can't be bothered to wait for them to download or if you want to test something out for a little bit before you download it um then here's your xcloud stuff uh, and that seems to that seems to work pretty good. Cool. Uh, they're not. What is the official name of that? The, the branding for Microsoft's version of this is awful, isn't it? 
It's, it's I don't know. Is it because it was xCloud in beta, wasn't it? But then what but is the it? The way you now? access it, like, because I've been using it a bit recently, and the way you access it, it is by downloading the Game Pass app, and then it just says yeah. play on the cloud. Or oh, something. I found it. But, okay. but if you want it's... to stream from your console, it's the normal Xbox app. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's, it's called weird. it's called Xbox Cloud Gaming. That's the one. Right. Okay. Oh. Uh, it's just weird that they haven't sort of put a a very cohesive brand to it, and that that's. That's what's weird is that they called it xCloud or whatever they called it for, the, for for a year and a half, and people were sort of comfortable saying that. And then, I don't know. Well, that's just it. I think, I think most, most people still call it xCloud for that reason, don't they? Yeah. As you say, because there hasn't been like a consistent branding since, so why not just call it Because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like it's like a stupid code name that we're, they were keen to get rid of. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah okay. Whatever. All right, then. Uh, All right. Next story is that the Switch is Nintendo's biggest selling console of all time um, at 103.5 million units. That's like home console or whatever, not handheld, because obviously the others are bigger. But they've, yeah, they've sold a lot. Um, yeah. And it's all, it's all down to James Farley. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... I mean, I don't know how to feel about So this, this is the biggest selling console. I don't think they should be calling it that. Because if they're saying this doesn't include handhelds, yeah, mm-hmm. one third of the options that you can have when buying a Switch is a handheld-only device. Mm-hmm. Why are you why are you not including handhelds then in this? Well, statement? it'll become a bigger deal once it surpasses the DS, which is at 154 million. And so, right. yeah, it, then, it's gone past yeah, the week, like, basically. Yeah, because what's yeah, there's no fair way of judging it, is it? Because that because it's a hybrid device, you know, lights notwithstanding. Um, it's like, well, on the one hand, you sort of think, well, sh- surely it should have sold as much as the Wii and the DS combined. <laughs> Which, no, but, yeah. then, but then, I mean, most people, but then a lot of people will have owned both the Wii and the yeah, DS. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of um, people own four, six, six switches. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I mean, look, I, I, you know, I'm not belittling it. Uh, mm. I don't. I think it, it, expecting it to sell as much as, say, the DS is is crazy. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, at one point the DS was like seventy quid or something over here, wasn't it? Uh, it was yeah, just yeah. nuts. Those things were just nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone, everyone so... bought them for their grandparents. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you like yeah, brain training. Yeah, everyone's into the brain training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you had the uh, n- Nintendo <laughs> stuff really did well for them. Um, yeah. It got to get to a new audience. It's it it did so much that that I I think probably the Switch isn't going to do. Uh, yeah. I just think there's no need to say it's the biggest Nintendo console of all time because it's not. So what I would say is it's selling out outselling the Wii is insane to me. It is. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah. You think about when the Wii came out, even in that first year, the amount of people that had those things, you mm-hmm. know, when that balance board come out, like uh, you'd go into people's houses and you'd see them under like the the TV bench. You know, that sort of stuff. It was such a crazy phenomenon, that. And then after Uh, a while, you just saw them next to bins outside. Yeah, in plastic bags, (laughs) in plastic bags, uh, yeah, under the stairs. Yeah, Stacks of them in game station. Mine ended up, oh, would you remember putting that fucking sensor bar to, oh, leaning behind the TV, (laughs) finding that sensor bar. What a pain in the arse that became. Could you imagine on today's TVs, Sean? there's (laughs) There's no tops to them, Sean. Where would they (laughs) where would they go um but i'll tell you you what's interesting though is the is the breakdown of the units like i thought the light would have accounted for more than it does because it's the standard switch 
Well, the standard switch is 81.68 million, wow, and the okay. Lite accounts for 17.87 million. God. So it's... I, I yeah, I'd, I'd it have expected been... a much more even split, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you've got to remember that the Switch was out for a long time before the light came out, so it's got a big old head start in terms of sales, right? Mm-hmm. And not everyone goes out and buys a light to... I mean, I'll say this as well. Fuck, they do not make owning one more than one console easy, do they? My mm. word is that a pain in the ass to jockey. Because, um, you know, James... Uh, gave Harry a light because why not? He's got a ton of them. Um, <laughs> and, um, We're not out of space. We transferred his user profile profile over to the light, but then we've got some of his save data on the light. Some of it is now on the yeah. original Switch, and it's working out what games he want to play, wants to play on which system, where where he wants his saves, and all that sort of stuff. And it's like. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that Microsoft are excelling at at the moment, it's making sure that that crossover stuff is spot on. If you've got an Xbox with an Xbox profile and you log into another device with that, it just goes syncing save data for like two seconds and you're where you were. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. You can do it with the Switch, but yeah, it is a pain. And often, and sometimes it doesn't work like properly either is the problem. And the worst thing is when, is with certain games, like my, like my kids play a lot of Minecraft and they were playing like on like, you know, my Switch and then playing on their like Switch Lite or whatever. And the save like file on that is like four gig. Like, and so (laughs) fuck it. And you know how slow the Switch is at doing downloads and uploads and everything. Yeah. It's it's not great. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, just forget it. It's not going to work. It's uh, it's terrible. <laughs> Shame. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sony are planning to launch more than 10 live service games by 2026. Yay. Um, here's the quote from Sony. They said, <laughs> through close collaboration between Bungie and the PlayStation Studios, we aim to launch more than 10 live service games by fiscal year ending March 31st, uh, 2026. Through this acquisition, we intend to acquire new users and increase engagement on platforms other than PlayStation, which will enable us to significantly advance our long-term growth strategy of further expanding the ecosystem. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they wrote that? How did they spell yeah. that? Oh, it's just, just when it gets all corporate, <laughs> it's just annoying, isn't it? Um, yeah, but then the other interesting thing about this was that... Um, so this is for GamesIndustry.biz article, and they were talking about how they it seems they've like Bungie is obviously really important to them for this and they want to keep the people at Bungie and not you know them all to like leave because apparently a lot of Bungie shares are held by employees and what they're doing is they're doing it so that these the payments for this 3.6 billion like purchase price it's it there's going to be like deferred payments for it conditional upon continued employment and then it'll be like paid out over a course of several years so that people don't just take the cash and leave uh, that's that's yeah, that's their strategy. Right. Okay. Uh, I mean, I haven't got much to say about that. Live service games, I haven't got a problem with. Um, and you would expect companies to be investing on that side of things. You know, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so it's not a surprise that Sony again at ten of them. Yeah. I mean, it ten seems like a lot. Are. Ten seems like a lot, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense because it plugs a gap in their portfolio, right? Like yeah. we always say, yeah. Sony's really good at the, you know, very expensive narrative stuff, um, and uh, yeah, not so much live service stuff. So yeah, it makes sense. Also, uh, Platinum's new CEO wants to create larger, riskier games, and is also talking about live services. 
And uh, yeah, so I James, mean, are you just going to pretend that you were going to mention this? No, because <laughs> wait a minute, just give me a chance. This is ridiculous, right? So this this was this was added by Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Um, You're with welcome. The, with the with the indication that this could maybe be indicating that there could be a tie up between Platinum and Sony over this, that there could be, yeah, it's uh, it could be something happening there. But anyway, oh, I've, I've, you've knocked me off my course here, Sean. <laughs> well, I, I think I, you've knocked yourself off your course, James, by thieving the news. It's yeah. not thieving news. You didn't give me a chance to say like what I was going to say. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Sarah, what are your thoughts on this news story then? Um, I mean, you know, Platinum. Larger, riskier games. I'm all for that. You know, mm. maybe get, maybe possibly getting bought out by Sony and getting a whole chunk of money to make like a load of new games. Like, well up for that. I like my live service games, so this is all good. But please finish Bayonetta three first. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. I mean, that the is thing that definitely kind of they indicates... monetize that game a lot. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there are a lot of perverts out there. They, Excuse me. Clear, oh, you mean that way? <laughs> <laughs> there are clear ways to monetize that game. Um, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's maybe, maybe not by platinum, but that's definitely already happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do wonder if platinum are not quite the name that they once were. Although saying no, that, they, not... uh, saying that. They, they did do Near Automata, didn't they? Which was very yeah. highly regarded. Um, Astral Chain that, was very good. But then Astral Chain was good. Um, Near Automata, though, was like so much about like the writing and then the scenario and stuff, which wasn't really them. Like everyone, everyone, like even the people who love that game were like, yeah, it's not Platinum's best game, but it is. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's also um, five years ago. Wow. Fucking hell. Can yeah. you imagine that? That's no. nuts, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've yeah, I've said a few times, haven't I? It's been a long time since like Platinum really like probably Bayonetta two was their last for me, like their their last proper have a guess the year brilliant game. Oh, I don't oh, want don't, to don't. just have a guess. It came, out, it came no, because it came out on Wii U, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it did, yeah. It was excellent. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. That's not as long ago as I thought it Jeez. would be. I don't know. That's it's nearly eight years ago. Oh uh, no! Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you when look you down it, their recent games, like you know, Astral Chain. Yeah, that was highly regarded, but not as no one played it. Yeah, no, I, I did. Not as, it was very good. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's two people I know now that played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you times the amount of people you know and the amount of people that have played it for the amount of people in the world, that's a huge amount of people that have played that game, I think. Do you want to um, go ahead and work out those maths for yeah. me? Uh, Let me yep. know an actual number. 400 no, billion people. That's more than people on the face of the earth, isn't it? <laughs> here's um, some real yeah. maths. Go on. Today, has seen a, in Sarah's life, has seen a 200% increase in players <laughs> of actual change. <laughs> <laughs> I've had no idea that works on, Isn't it a 100%? It's gone from zero to two. I don't think... Well, because you can't do a percentage no, it from zero, right? It's, it's it was got, one It's gone from, it's gone to from one to two. Oh, I see. Right. All right. So there's a 100% increase. Matt, yeah, don't okay. do... It. Matt, Sean can't do the maths anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but no, looking back, looking back at the recent projects, you know, they had Star Fox Zero uh, mm. on the Wii U. Oh, that was um, terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Star Fox Guard. I don't know what that is. Is that, that the same that was, game? That was an add-on for Star Fox, which was also <laughs> terrible. <laughs> 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. That wasn't uh, particularly uh, uh, well received, was it? They did the Transformers one, which uh, was all right, apparently. That was t- really Devastation. Like... That was but in 2015. But then you're right. looking at, okay, so they did Neo Automata, Astral Chain, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Wonderful 101 Remastered. What I'm saying is that an acquisition like that could be good if they steer the projects in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of hard because they've always been quite niche, haven't they? It's not been mm. uh, they've not been particularly. I mean, apart from Bayonetta, which I think reached a much wider audience, um, and rightly so because it's utterly mm. incredible. Um, I, I we'll see. We'll uh, we'll see. We'll see I what mean, they. Do you want the quote related to that? They said, "In the past, even if we wanted to create our own IP, it was difficult to do so. And even if we could, it would be a very small. It would be a very small scale. We could only make indie class products. In the future, I would like to get rid of all that and make larger games from our ideas and succeed in at least one thing." Sounds like they've made investment. Yeah, that's what it is. Or Sony Sony buys Platinum and Konami, and we get Metal Gear Rising Two. <laughs> I mean, I would I'd, also would be, be pretty good. happy with that. I'll take that instead of Bayonetta three if we can't or, have both. Or Ooh. what if they bought Platinum and Capcom, and we got either Akami two or Godhand two? Well, they made they made Akami kind of two came out. Oh yeah, on the DS one. The DS one, wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. that good. But funny, yeah. you meant funny. We talk about what platinum's been doing and also akami because we'll we'll get onto it in a bit but oh, we'll okay. come back to this okay. or they okay. buy platinum and sega and we get bayonetta and knuckles what about that and what about that what a or fucking bayonetta game that 3 comes to ps5 that would also I think be nintendo right? already i think nintendo yeah, already oh, yeah. Back back rolling out, out, yeah yeah you're right it's yeah. not been sega sony for... buy nintendo Ever. then sean what sony about buy nintendo yeah, could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, right, Matt, I'll have a meltdown. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, next story is that GTA 6 is in active development and is well underway, according no, to Rockstar. Believe you. Do, do not believe this new story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's exciting, isn't it? I can't wait to see what GTA 6 is. I can't wait. I, I Like, I'm so fascinated with how what direction they take it we've spoken about it in the past about how the humor in gta 5 it feels like things moved on from there it feels Mm. if they bought out a game with that style of humor now it wouldn't be as well received as it Mm. was back then um it's certainly got a a style gta games uh whether they would stick to that or go more like for example their last game was moved away from that completely you know red dead redemption 2 it mm. was so well and it, like all the better for it it was wonderful and uh, you may say oh it's well it's a completely different game but when you think about red dead redemption 1 that had a lot of sort of it's just that style of humor in in red dead redemption 1 as well you know mm. um and they dropped that for red dead redemption 2 it would be harder to drop that for gta 6 I just well, can't they sort wait of, to see the tone of it. Because GTA 4 was markedly less funny than the others, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it still had that stuff there, but you could tell, yeah. especially with the advertising, yeah. um, it, it, they really focused in on this sombre, 
story and all right it didn't really carry through to the game that well mm. um but th- th- it was definitely more grounded wasn't it gta 4 yeah um, see i i hope that they do that though because i don't want them to like I'm, the thing i'm worried about is they're going to say oh you know we're, we're joking about all sides in the cultural yeah. wars or whatever and it'll yeah. just be awful yeah. And it's just a bit like, yeah, sort of in you know, whatever year this comes out, do we need like a, you know, something that's just being nihilistic in all directions and just being like, nah, isn't everything shit? Everyone's stupid. Nah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't need that now. Thanks. Definitely be <laughs> a character that asks to be paid in cryptocurrency or yeah. an oh, NFT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I I think there is still a way of doing some satire humor uh, without it seeing too too uh, try hard. Without it, there's still a way of doing that style of game in Uh today's world. But you've got to drastically think about the types of jokes you were making back then and the world we're in now and working it out. And you, the problem is, you know, they're in a situation where if they do change that dramatically you're going to get a lot of people coming out on Twitter and kicking off about it. And it's, so mm. it's, you know, how do they tread that line? It's, that's any, what I'm interested in. Is there any chance that this may not be set in the modern era? Or is it possibly have to be? Uh, easier, uh, wouldn't pos- it? Possibly, who knows? I mean, because then you can sort of, you have a bit more leeway to sort of do and say what you want and then be like, mm-hmm. ah, it's representing the era it's set in. You know, so that sort of makes things a bit easier in terms of what That's you can and can't do. So you get away with it, it, isn't it, James? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you want the rock star quote? I mean, it's not very interesting. Go on then. I said, with every new project we embark on, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered, and we are pleased to confirm that active development in the next... Ed- I'm not going to continue reading it. It's boring. Okay, well, cheers. Okay. All right, yeah. thanks. Thanks for that. Excellent. Excellent. Just don't offer, mate. Yeah, I'm so going to do, see, gonna do I, that I to us. Just don't it. even. <laughs> I thought about it, and then I started reading it, and you're just like, "This is." Oh. Anyway, I mean, Sarah, is, we... is any is anyone surprised by this? No, absolutely not. It was. <sighs> it was always. I'm surprised they've said something. I mean, it's yeah. it. I I wouldn't be surprised if it's been in if it's, if it's been in at least like a smaller team, maybe like a very kind of core team. Mm. For at least a couple of years, if not yeah, if gotcha. not longer, it mm-hmm. it sounds it sounds like they've just kind of moved, like really kind of spun it up and sort of moved a lot more people onto it. But yeah, so did we? What am I right in thinking that you said that you'd not played GTA before, Sarah? Uh, I've I've played like twenty minutes of five, and then <laughs> no. Yeah, five. Um, what online? I played through order? like uh, the cause, yeah the um, like the campaign like story mode because yeah. I was gonna yeah. well, I was going to play it online but you've got to play like an hour of yeah. the single player first. Um, and I played through like the opening mission in like the snowy town. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that was that was all right. And then it changed character and then I had to steal a car and do like a getaway in the car and I hated the controls and was like, I'm never going to play this again. <laughs> a very distinct um, driving model that they've got for that. So what, what's it yeah. got to do to, to get you interested then, Sarah? Is there anything um, that it could do to pull you in? 
have good driving controls. Right. <laughs> that Get doesn't on that rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Sort fix, it out. Fix your cars. Make them <laughs> control like Mario Kart. <laughs> and then I might be interested. I was going to say because the handling in GTA games has been fairly consistent, hasn't it? It's something they definitely do on purpose, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's not to everyone's tastes for sure. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I think what they're going for is sort of a realistic look. The back end of your car swings out a lot because you're driving at forty miles an hour around the corner. Mm. Um, I mean, it was crazy in GTA Four. That was madness, yeah. uh, and even worse in that Matrix demo. What the fuck? What the? What was going on there <laughs> with the driving control? That was nuts. Um, but I <clears throat> maybe maybe they need to drop that because I, I I do think it is a bit. How many times have you been driving in a getaway car for in that game and sort of thought? Actually, it's better if I don't hit the accelerator. I just hope, like, and then you're sort of shifting left and right in a hope that you're not going to smash into one of the cars and ruin your mission. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a weird driving mechanic that, but we'll yeah. see. We will see. We will. Okay. Uh, the next thing is that uh, Sony had a state of play where they showed uh, Gran Turismo 7. Did anyone see this? No, sir. No. No. So I. Okay. No. I... I make notes so that I don't have like brain freeze and just completely don't know what to say. And all I put, <laughs> all I put on my notes underneath this was yawn because yeah. I, I do not care. I watched like I watched like uh, like a clip of it, James, and yeah. uh, visually it looked fucking incredible. Like yeah, um, yeah. Uh, like the ray tracing in races looks fucking phenomenal, but. I, I can't see me sitting down and playing a bog standard. N- not bog standard. That is totally wrong. <laughs> I can't see myself playing a track racer again for a long time. I, I mean, I got mm. I got heavily into Project Cars when that first came out. Um, uh, but I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think I've got the time and patience for that type of game at the moment um, to sit there and, and get into driving again. So I've got no interest. See, I watched it. And I see, I wasn't going to buy this before I watched it, and I'm still not going to buy it. Um, not because of what they showed, because what they showed, like you said, was was actually very impressive. Like, but I'm, I just don't really care that much about cars, about like driving games, honestly. And I mean, the the closest I can get to is probably Forza Horizon and just Mario Kart. And this this is too much for me. Like something like this. It, it I mean, the most the impressive fact that you're stuff to Mario Kart as a driving game exactly. is going to say. Same that's the thing. my fans nuts here. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not a driving game person, really. And um, I mean, they the stuff that they showed that I thought was impressive was the like they had dynamic weather, which looked like very impressive. Like that's how right. Yeah, they, the, they're the... actually. Uh, well, they're actually. Well, so the presentation said that was the bit that I watched where they said they are literally simulating the clouds, but not only just simulating how the clouds look, but the humidity they they create and how it bounces off each surface of the track. And what that does to the car. I mean, but, that all sounds impressive, but it is one of those things where you're like, oh, oh the car's going a fraction slower. Like, <laughs> honestly, yeah. or, or it's skidding a bit more. I, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's Well, it's like, yeah, it's like the uh, No Man's Sky stuff again, isn't it? That it was, you know, it was like, oh, every planet, there's like, you know, un- underpinning every planet, there's like a proper physics simulation going on. It's like creating 
new elements and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but the end result is this planet is blue. This planet is yellow. <laughs> yeah. Like, <it's... laughs> also, if you're, if you're like, you're going to be like driving really fast, you're not going to notice. Just mm. put, yeah. just whack motion blur over it and then you don't have to do anything. <laughs> they did that. It doesn't matter. No one's going to look at the clouds. Do, do you remember Drive Club when they announced that? They went, look, you can see the fibers of the, the cotton and the, look at the plastics. <laughs> And it was like, all right, but who's but people? Going? I mean, people really get into that. Like, there are people that really care about oh, that. Oh God, it's yeah. Just, yeah. You know, no, but it's just you can, but you can, yeah, you can simulate the effects of these things without being like so sort of intense with the detail. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but it's or a maybe cool not. thing maybe to there's... say. It's a cool thing yeah. to say, right? And and yeah. Gran Turismo fans are going to love this game by the looks yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It looks incredible. They've added all this cool shit. Uh, I mean, it's for them, I think, is what I'm trying to say. It's not really for me. Yeah. I mean, two of the modes did look kind of interesting. I thought, they did you see the music rally mode that they're doing? I didn't see the music rally. What's that? Okay, so this is a checkpoint mode, but instead of, like, racing against the clock, you're racing against, like, the num- like a number of beats that are, like, counting down. And this depends on which song that you choose to drive to. Well, oh, so, can you this, Spotify to it? Is this why, no, of course is not. This why... Yeah. Is this why Bring Me the Horizon has a song on a Gran Turismo soundtrack? Because <laughs> I'm sure it, it came up in my um my Spotify Discover really? Weekly or like <laughs> my new releases. It was like a Bring yeah. Me the Horizon song, and then it said like Gran Turismo on it, wow. and I got <laughs> really confused. <laughs> they are the last band I thought would have been on it. Hang on, um, that was on my it, release. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's how, I, when you said that, James. It sounded mm. like Vib Ribbon, Gran Turismo <laughs> style. Yeah, but obviously <laughs> but not. If you can't put your own tracks in it, I don't know. Well, the, I, don't I mean, know. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you can. Like, don't quote me on that. Obviously, but mm. it's yeah. But I mean, oh, the other thing. Your boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the other things that was like really strange in the presentation was when they were showing like the level of like ridiculous level of customization that you can have like of your cars right and how you could and they were like you can share these with other people and then, then people were like well how do you do it it's like you can just take a screenshot and put it on the internet or whatever there's like there's oh, no actual what? there's no actual method of doing it through the game like to share your <laughs> setup it's just like just, just take a screenshot <laughs> and people wow. can have a look at it it's um it's just yeah. isn't it weird how like like Gran Turismo, like the first one was like such a moment, and mm-hmm. then like, and it was such a big deal for. I mean, I, I definitely remember, like, despite not being interested in playing them, I definitely remember being very aware of when a new Gran Turismo was coming out up until, I don't know, four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just sort of seems like, I don't know, it feels like in 2022, everyone's sort of, I mean, us, are just being like, no, racing games need to be fun now. Like, this doesn't really. <laughs> It's really also because anymore. there was like massive gaps between them coming out. Yeah. And they they and also yeah, there was all like, oh, this one's just like a not a demo version, but it's like a stripped down version, the real game's yeah. coming later and all that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it was just mm-hmm. yeah, I think it kind of lost the mind share a bit really, uh, because of all yeah. that. And because Microsoft funny, like, did a brilliant job, you know, with like with like motors you know, with Forza yeah. basically. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's like this is fun. Yeah. No, it's just weird how like something can not really change its its ethos over over an amount of time, and then it's just sort of I don't know, kind of fallen out of favour. It now feels a bit niche. But yeah. as you say, that that niche still definitely exists, and I'm sure you know, like people who work on the Forza Horizon games are probably mortified at the idea that people are like, eh, Gran Turismo is shit. Forza is way better. Um, <laughs> but it's just yeah, I don't know. Just interesting how opinion has shifted. Yeah. Yep. 
Next story is that um, Skate Three, sorry, Skate Four is launching soon. Um, it's it's going to launching feature, soon. Yeah, apparently it's going to feature user-generated content, and oh, it's going to be called Skate, and like not Skate oh, Four, just calling it Skate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, I was playing Skate Three again literally last night. Um. I'm surprised. It. I mean, this, this, this mention of it launching soon seems. Yeah. Like a lie, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if, they're doing, if, they, if they're doing user-generated content, is it just going to come out yeah, with like a level editor? And yeah. they're That's like, true, yeah, well, yeah. you said you wanted it. We didn't have time. You kept yeah, pushing like, us. You, you, you it didn't have time and... to make the levels. Make them your bloody self if you want the game this it's quick. Like, here, yeah. here is a level. Now you can go and build I was gonna, your no, I was going to say, like, you load it up <laughs> and your skate is just like falling through a void. It's just the. It's well. just the. What was the? What was the teaser they put out to show that? Pe- show that they were definitely working on it, and it was just yeah. like the kind of grey box with like the <laughs> yeah, bumps. Yeah. yeah, it's just, gonna it's be that. just that. that. That's the level. And, and you'll log onto a server, and there'll be you know uh, <laughs> like uh, uploaded content, and it will just be several thousand Mario One One levels <laughs> recreated in Skype, and you're like, say, yeah, like you know, focusing on user generated content, i.e. Yeah, you know when we said EA said we could make another skate game? Mm, sort of. Um, <laughs> kind of need you to do the rest. Oh, look, um, there's I mean, Grind Hill Zone here. Oh, do that one, should I? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they mean by that because obviously, like, I think Skate 2 had a bit of this and certainly Skate 3 did where obviously you could, like, you know, you could, like, fully customise your own spots and stuff. But you could also, like, as you were going around the city, right, you could just spawn objects and, like, move them around and stuff. And that, that to me, was way more interesting because it was like you were using the city and just sort of reinterpreting it by just sort of adding a few bits. And that, that was, you know, that felt much more interesting than just being able to build stuff from scratch. So it, uh, it'd be kind of a shame if it's just stuff that's 100% played in Where all games, like, had this create your own levels. And mm. it was just... You'd sit there and you go, oh my god! You know, Time Splitters Two had it. Uh, uh, Tony Hawk's had it. It mm. was like, oh, we could create our own shit, and it was literally just like you had squares, didn't you, with like yep. different things on it, and you create something. And go, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> Why <laughs> do we spend our time doing this? Um, yeah, that's that's what skates coming becoming. Mm. I think, Sean, that's mm. where I'm, I'm going. Can't wait. On. No, I, well, I am excited. Obviously, find out soon, Sean. Yeah, because it's because uh, it's, it's launching apparently. Okay. Um, anyway, this is. Do you reckon? Kinda... Hold on. Do you reckon they're going to do early access for this? I reckon that's how they'll bill it, right? That's that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Have they also yeah. confirmed this is definitely like a console game, or is this really a mobile version? Yeah, from like mm. the little bit that they showed and the amount of like mocap and stuff that they're doing, I would assume it's console. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit beyond. Yeah, mobile, James. Stop yeah, putting James. that in people's heads. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's fine. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. A quick one before the last one is that apparently One Two Switch is going to get a sequel, according to VGC. Oh, I thought, yeah. what? I thought just throw that in there. Right this time? That was that was that was fun when it arrived with my Switch, and I played it for an evening because Breath of the Wild got delayed by Amazon, <laughs> and then Breath of the Wild turned up the next day, and I never played One Two Switch again. It was yeah. fun for that one night. Mm-hmm. It's funny over Christmas, right? We we had people over, and I thought, do you know, I'd be all right. 
one two switch you know just playing that that um the game where you have to catch a sword or, or little yeah, just yeah. having the one cow, night on that, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating, the, sure, eating the sandwich yeah, yeah all that stuff surely for like it'll be like two three quid now like they must have done a sa- i looked at it it was like 30 quid and i just oh, thought fuck you know, i'm gonna fucking laugh yeah <laughs> on the why are they not just putting yeah. that up for like three quid now because they'd yeah, make yeah. more money on that now than they probably have over the past year right yeah. uh, no, they, they've made a lot quid. of it it's, it it did very well apparently. Really? A- according it? to VGC, yeah, they they sold a lot. Jesus. It oh was, man, uh... I really hope like because the idea of a very good um, like party game like that on the Switch is I'm all for that. So hopefully they they really do something decent with this rather mm. than just put what was it like how many fucking games were on that thing like twelve or something? Not many, and they're all like variations on a theme as well. Yeah. It was it was yeah. not mm. not very good. The yeah. f- the gun one was good. I remember yeah. doing that. We had yeah. a very good time playing it at that preview event, but yeah, yeah as you say, Sarah, like beyond that, just zero appetite for it. Just like, yeah, I get it, that's cool. For sure. It felt like just like a cool little proof of concept thing. Oh, won't it be amazing when all the developers use all these weird things that the Joy-Cons can do? And then no one did. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, uh, last story is that Team 17 announced and then cancelled their NFT project uh, because Ugh. people weren't happy with it. Hey. So. They partnered with Reality Gaming Group um, in the UK uh, to create what they were calling NFT collectibles based on long-running artillery tactics series. So that'd be worms. Worms, And so the idea was to create what they were calling meta-worms, and they described them as being unique generative artwork that will encompass content from across the 26-year history of the beloved Worms franchise. And that these meta worms were going to be high quality and low energy consuming collectibles. Uh, yeah, that were going to be like, you know, gaming memorabilia or whatever. But they've like cancelled that idea now. And uh, they, they said, I mean, they said, we've listened to our Teamsters, uh, development partners, and our games communities and the concerns they've expressed and have therefore taken the decision to step back from the NFT space. Um, do you want to hear some comments from some, com- from some other companies here? Do yes, I? Please. Yeah, so Agro, Clab, uh, Agro Crab, uh, they oh, said... I saw this one, this one. Yeah, they said, okay. <laughs> we believe NFTs cannot be environmentally friendly or useful and really are just an overall fucking grift. Please do not <laughs> harass employees at Team 17 or the de- devs under their umbrella as this decision seems to have taken everyone off guard and likely came from the very top. Leaders to say we will not be working with them on future titles and encourage other indie developers to do the same unless this decision is reversed. I fucking hate it here. And that was that was from them. And then Play, Playtonic, Playtonic also wrote, um, to our community, we have no interest in utilising NFTs in any aspect of our business now or in the future, nor do we endorse the use of NFTs in the wider world. In light of this, please be respectful of engaging with staff and community managers unwittingly affected by NFT announcements. So yeah, that that's. Mm. I mean, Matt was, was it, was was it, un- it was because we he had to cancel his TCGS NFT scheme after <laughs> seeing this news. Um, so that's not happening now. Sorry, everyone. Unbelievable. Um, was it less than twenty four hours from the, the initial announcement to binning it? It was well, close. Pretty, I think. Pretty yeah, much yeah. There, thereabouts. I just. Thereabouts. How did this take them by surprise? I know because also EA have come out and said, "Yeah, we're not we're not doing NFTs." Whoa, really? Which is, oh yeah. wow! <laughs> okay. You know, you know, you know, it's not worth doing if EA <laughs> have decided. Because did you guys? I don't think, I don't think you mentioned it on 
I think it would have been news for maybe last week's episode, but the the whoever it was from Ubisoft that was like, people oh. are buying our NFTs because gamers don't, don't understand that, yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's just yeah. like they. It, this is the problem. It's just people don't understand what they give you, you know, and how how brilliant they are for <laughs> sort of. I, mean, I don't know why. I, they don't. That's the problem. They can't. They can't articulate what the benefits are, which is the yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pointlessness of or this or they or they think they know what the benefit is and don't realize that what they think the benefit is <laughs> is impossible to do like you get the mm. whole oh but if you buy a skin or you buy a gun or you buy an item in one game you can go and use it in a load of other games yeah and it's <laughs> like you've, it you've never you've never played a video game in yeah, your life, exactly. have you? Like the the <laughs> never mind like yeah, the sort of financial or the, the sort of the issue of ownership. It's the technical hurdles and the fact that I can't imagine any developers would be like, Oh yeah, let's put some work in so that people who've bought a thing in another game that we don't get any money from can then use it in our game. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I have can't you seen wait the, uh, to use Doom's oh, BFG in Halo multiplayer. <laughs> like, I, that is, that'd be great. <laughs> just rocking about with that thing sure yeah. i'm up for that um, um did you see that itch.io have put out a statement as well go on um it was just yeah a few have asked about our stance on nfts nfts are a scam if you think they're legitimately useful for anything other than the exploitation of creators financial scams and the destruction of the planet we ask that you please reevaluate your life choices peace <laughs> <laughs> uh it does sound like when ubisoft come out with that it does, does sound like going you do not get the benefits of this snake oil at all <laughs> you should really really look into it guys gather around this truck gather around <laughs> so snake oil this is where things are going like there's, there's no yeah. stopping the snake oil <laughs> it's just... uh yeah i don't know well, uh, i mean okay all right yeah i mean and, and again you know as the you know like the statement from agro crab points out um, you know, don't start shouting at Team Seventeen staff because it seems like yeah. this caught them off guard as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's and but you know, and as I'm sure is probably the case with you know, not that not I'm generally one to defend Ubisoft, but again, that won't have been a decision made by the majority of the staff. Um, I think there's probably an element of like, and I, you know, I'm not talking about any specific publisher or developer or anything. I imagine this is a lot of like investors are just like I've heard about this thing. Why aren't we doing anything with this new thing I've heard about? And it's there's probably you know an amount of this going on to shut those people up. Um, mm. you know, just to be like, look, well, we tried. Everyone hated it. Can we stop now? Do you know what it I mean? Just yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm really... making assumptions. Obviously, it's I don't know. Well, I mean, what really surprises me though is like I. It's, say, say for example, like with this Team Seventeen thing, is mm. okay. Fair enough. The decisions are, you know, going to have been made at a very, very, very kind of high level. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it need it would have needed to have like filtered down a certain number of levels. Mm. And I feel like the moment it kind of got down to like the social media manager who obviously (laughs) you're going to have to have on board to put together the tweets and the PR manager who's going to have to put together like the press release and stuff. They're going to know, you know, that it's, it's two of the most kind of online plugged in people Mm -hmm. in the organization. Yeah. 
so like they would have said this is a bad idea yeah they wouldn't have been listened to though right exactly like uh, speaking completely hypothetically do you think they already drafted the retraction (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i mean if i I, I mean i mean if i was in their shoes i would have at least have started coming up with a few options yeah Yeah. brainstorming (laughs) brainstorming the retraction yeah 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 it's like come on guys even ea thinks this is bad (laughs) yeah (laughs) ea Uh, okay yeah that's that's the most wild thing um, just in case people have misled, we, we didn't actually say that. Like these worms NFTs were not like an in-game thing, were they? They were they were totally separate from any game stuff. But I no. mean, still, from 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 the sounds of the description from the article, it was just going to be JPEGs of worms in different hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want that. Yeah. We all want that, don't we? Uh, right, okay, come on. Uh, that's it for the news, you, is it? I mean, do you want a quick fantasy zone? Well, yes. <gasps> yeah. Yes, I mean, it's not but... really, yeah. Well, I don't I mean, do you... care. No, please. Is it, is it worth never the been... theme? I've never been. Oh, God, yes, Sarah's never been. Come on, let's I've go. I've never been. Come on, jump on the bus, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It's the bus that looks like a submarine. Because, <laughs> because what the fuck is going on in the fantasy zone? Logic, it does not happen over there it's all fucking weird yeah all right yeah cool okay i like how i like how you're like there's no logic it's really weird and the most the weirdest thing you can come up with is a bus that looks like a submarine okay that's fair i will take that on board but i will also say that i've been locked in this flat for over a week now my brain (laughs) that's the wildest thing i can think of i'm sorry looking around the room Uh, i've I've not seen things for over a week and i'm probably not Go on. Well, then surely that should start sparking all the, the, the weird stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd think. But the hallucinations at the moment are, there's a coffee coffee stain on that white wall. Like, that's, they're the hallucinations <laughs> I'm getting. It's, it's I had a nightmare two yeah. nights ago, totally true, that one of the water pipes burst in the flat. That was the nightmare. And I, I That's the extent of your imagination. Yeah. I woke up sweating, going, the downstairs flat's going to flood. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as exciting as it sounds. And that's feverish as well. That's a feverish yeah. nightmare, but my life yeah. is so dull at the moment that water unexpectedly coming out of the pipe is the worst my brain can do so that's that's what my and i'm sure i've said this before but that's yeah my fever dreams are always just like impossible like logistical problems (laughs) (laughs) that for some reason instead of just being like oh fuck this this isn't my problem i'm just like oh my god how am i gonna fix this and it's just yeah shit It's a it's a ten minute walk at least, and the bus arrives in three minutes. Exactly, just stupid <laughs> bollocks what like that. Gonna do. I had, a, I had a, it wasn't a nightmare. I just had a bad dream the other night that my wife was just sort of just making really shitty remarks all the time about, about me. <laughs> and it was just, and, like, and I told her in the morning, I was like, Look, I'm not annoyed at you, but like, I, yeah, I woke up just feeling really be. shit. 
No, I know, but you know, sometimes there's that sort of residual, like, I know it was a dream, but fucking hell. Um, and she was like, well, what, what sort of thing was I saying? I said, well, we were on holiday and like you were at the beach um, and your mate Hannah was there and I arrived and I had my camera and you just sort of went, oh, here he is with his camera. And you both, <laughs> sort, and you both sort of laughed. And I was just like, what? What the fuck? I thought you were going to say it was all like backhanded compliments and stuff no, like no, that. No, it was just Wait, a weird little. It's like, oh right, so they've got a running joke about me owning a camera. Great. Wait, hold on. It just hold on. It just sounds like your nightmare is that you were married to me. Because <laughs> yeah, that's much. exactly the sort of thing I'd say if you turned up with a camera on a beach. <laughs> uh, sorry, are we going to the fantasy zone? Yes. Oh, sorry, we're in the fantasy zone. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, let's go. Very, very exciting. Um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it is. It's really exciting. What's happening this week? Okay. Well, I'm really excited, James. This. Okay. This. This. This is the rumor. Okay. Oh my god. Is this a Jeff Grubb special or is this? No, it's not. It's not Jeff okay. Grubb. It comes okay. from another. In fact, it comes from another source, but then oh, yeah. verified by another source, which I'll, I'll come to in a second. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, but has that source been verified? Who, who verifies the source that verifies the source? Have, have, I don't know. Have I, the two sources just verified each other? Yeah. How, <laughs> how many verifications are needed for it not to be fantasy anymore? Well, 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 just just wait, wait, wait until you hear the verification, well, you then you'll probably get the idea. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll hot fire. So apparently, on the sixteenth of February, Hello. there's there's going to be a Nintendo Direct. Oh right! Ooh, and right do, you, do you know do you know why we think that's going to happen? Why is that? It's because Charles Weep. Martinet liked to tweet Did saying he? that Whoa. there was going to be a next Nintendo Direct. But this was also verified by a Twitter user with the with the <laughs> handle Hot Girl Video sixty nine. And it's the same thing. What? My, my Twitter. Found <laughs> well, Dave Alt. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean that was verified by that account? What were you talking about? Well, there's another account that that, that okay. This what, there was okay. another account that went. Yep. No, no. What you saying? No, no, no. This account this. also has done Nintendo leaks for a long time, and it just so happens to be Why called Hot Girl, Girl Video Sixty Nine. If they've been doing leaks for so long, why is this the first time we've heard of them? Because I've not used them as a source before. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Martinet has uh, cocked up a few times in the past, though. You know that. Yeah, that's true. Was, he, he accidentally announced a... <laughs> I say accidentally. He announced uh, that there was a, a new Mario Kart game coming once because he was being interviewed by Conan, I think it was. Oh, yeah. I, or somewhere like that over in America and he said oh yeah I've just finished uh, wrapping up recording vocals for a new uh, Mario game and they went oh can you tell us anything about it and he went no I couldn't possibly I couldn't possibly say which (laughs) Mario game apparently Nintendo were really fucked off with him well see when 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 you started saying it James because you went like oh there's going to be one on this date and when you were like, oh, do you want to know why? It's because Charles Martin, my my brain instantly went to, he's died, but they're not <laughs> announcing it yet. Like he's the queen. I've seen the funeral. Funeral. Like. <laughs> what, what a way to do it. And that's the new Kirby game. Anyway, on to, you know, bim, bim, bidoo. And now let's find out what's going on with Charles Martinet's health. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. Just him flatlining. Terrible. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> oh, do you think? I think this was revenge on his part after being usurped by Chris Pratt. Yeah. For the, uh, the what if he went rogue and just started like announcing shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if it turned the real out that, what, was the, what was the Twitter name again? Uh, it was a Hot Girl Video 69. Wait, what if Hot Girl Video 69 was Charles Martinet getting his revenge for not being in the film? Could you, mean, be. you think that's his alt? Like there's yeah. just loads of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's his main. Has anything leaked about what's in it or just that there is one? No, there's yeah, nothing's leaked. That's, that's it. Yeah, oh. Just, just, just a date. Hold on. You, you did a, uh, a sly... Um, uh, Fantasy Zone last week, didn't you? Where they you said that Nintendo were going to announce another game in the next couple of weeks. Oh yeah, Did I? yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all went. All oh, right, it's all okay, coming together. A new game, you said. Yeah, no, no, so no, yeah now, there it? was going to be a new Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah. Odyssey so maybe two, that, man. Be it, won't it? Yeah. If it's Odyssey two, I'm going to be fuming because they were a year to... out. <laughs> it's not. It's going to be another Xenoblade game, isn't it, or something like I'd that? I'd love it if James started doing the Fantasy Zone as like a a video thing. And, you know, like the stereotype of like, you know, having a board with all like stuff like pins and, and bits of string going between it, except it's just two points with one bit of string between them. And he's going, look, look, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. If you work out that a year's worth of Fantasy Zone is like a cleverly worked out plot to announce something. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, OK, fine. Let's get on to what you've been playing. Let's start with Sean Bell. Uh, oh. Uh, you've been playing more po- 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 Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay. <laughs> well, I've started playing it, yeah. Um, oh, that's right. You didn't play it last week, did you? Correct. Um, Go on. It's really good. It, it, like, it, it, it's really good. There is There are some... Like, I do have some frustrations with it. Most of them technical, obviously. Um, but, like... <sighs> I mean, so some of what I'm going to say might not even necessarily be new to this game, right? Because I didn't play Sword and Shield, which I gather already sort of mixed things up a bit, especially in terms of, like, quality of life stuff. Because there's a lot of that here. Um, like, just little things, um, like, you know, whenever you're like whenever you're selecting a move that your Pokemon's going to do, it tells you if it's going to be, like, super effective or effective or not effective or it's just flat out not going to work, right? There's, like, little symbols that tell you. And even, like, when you're choosing which Pokemon to bring out next, it shows you their full moveset and how effective it is, it is against the the Pokemon that, you you know, you're, you're battling with. That stuff's really cool. Like, it's, you know, because I'm... Even though I've been playing Pokemon games on and off for years, I always remember, you know, like, oh, well, obviously fire beats grass, grass beats water, water beats fire... And then you're like, hang on, what's fairy type? What's good against fairies? What's good against ghosts or dragons? Or I do get a little bit lost. So that stuff is really helpful. Um, it's really nice not having to think about, you know, like the traditional thing with Pokemon is like, you know, you've got your six Pokemon with you and like the one that's like the top of your, your list is the one that you always throw out first in every single fight. And that's like a thing you have to really think about because it's either got to be your best Pokemon or maybe it's one that you're trying to level up. So it might be like a Pokemon that's like, you know, totally underleveled and you sort of, you let it stand there for the first round and then immediately pull it out and bring a decent Pokemon in just so it gets some experience points. All stuff like that that was quite irritating and fiddly. Whereas in this game, that's just not a, a thing. Like you, you have your six Pokemon, you switch between them with your, you know, your, your left and right bumpers. Um, and you can chuck out any one of them that, that you want. Um, 
and and all experience points are just shared among all the Pokemon that you've currently got on you. So like, like it makes it really easy to like if you have got you know like a low level Pokemon that you're trying to level up, just keep it with you. You don't have to do that whole thing of like exposing them a bit in a fight and then pulling them back just so they get some experience points. Like the it's only, all just go on, sorry. Yeah, the only thing that doesn't do though is it doesn't increase your like friendship level with the Pokemon. Ah, and, is that a thing? Yeah, and you need that right. later on for certain things. Like, if you want to okay. evolve certain Pokemon, you need to have like a good, a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it, it just doesn't happen. And uh, um, okay. yeah, so that that's one of the yeah. So you do still have to use them. Actually, yeah. you have to make them win battles as well. Um, otherwise, right, it doesn't do it. Uh, no, that's interesting. Because yeah. I was like, you were saying last week, James, that it you still sort of found that you had like your sort of core team. Yeah. Um, whereas I've been chopping and changing absolutely loads i've just been like catching some and being like oh actually yeah they could replace this one and i'm not really worrying about it too much whereas i'm that it's now sounds like i'm fucking myself over <laughs> later on in the game perhaps but i don't, I don't know because it, it depends because see see i i finished this like last week well i, I mean mm-hmm. i say finished it i I got to the credits like a, you know for uh-huh. the first bit but then it becomes apparent that that's not really the end of the game right. at all yeah. um yeah. because the, there's then like a two-part section afterwards where you have to like build to the next section and then mm-hmm. then you have to basically catch them all like that's the, otherwise right. you can't finish the game like completely okay. and the final parts of the game i didn't find very difficult maybe because i'd kept with that core six six in my team and mm-hmm. they were very very like highly leveled by the time i got to the end of the game whereas yeah. i know when matt played it he said it was he found it a lot more difficult and i think maybe he had different ones he was switching out all the time and right yeah so yeah. it may it just to get to the end i think maybe it's it may be better to do that but i'm i'm not 100% yeah. sure on that but then that's also made it more difficult now for me with the catching them all side of things because right yeah cuz i haven't got as many and yeah. <laughs> it's yeah okay. it's, it's taking a lot longer interesting no the, i mean the, the whole yeah like we were saying last week the whole filling the pokédex is very cool and it's nice that there are like you know when you first when it first shows you the pokédex and it's like right you know in order to tick every single objective for a given pokemon it's like right catch them 25 times defeat them in combat you know 15 times evolve one three times and you think fuck this is absolutely loads but then you realize you don't actually have to do it all do you as long as you no. tick like 10 of them mm-hmm. um you're fine and like that's that's done um but also you don't have to have like to actually like complete the pokédex like you don't have to complete the research for each of the pokemon either you right, just okay. have you just have to have caught them um right. although you do get like bonus extras obviously if you've um yeah. you know if you've researched fully researched everything yeah yeah um i mean the, the whole thing and again this is something they definitely brought in with with sword and shield but the the like pokemon just being out in the field in the world with you as as you're running around rather than it just being like you know random encounters um is brilliant like it's such a, a decent change um and the fact that like you like like your character has like some sort of presence and some utility in the world rather than just being like the you know the person that's carrying all the pokemon around like mm-hmm. the fact that you're the one you know sort of stealthing around in in tall grass and like figuring out how to like get close to a pokemon to lob a, a ball at it or whatever um and then, like some of those boss fights where you're actually you're, like you're going in and out of like Pokemon battles, so they'll have like a phase where they're sort of you know like attacking you personally and you're having to sort of dodge around, and then you like chuck some items at them, and then it goes into a poke you know an actual Pokemon battle for a bit, 
and then out of that again that stuff's really good i mm-hmm. think um really enjoyed that um i'm spending all my money on clothes james really yeah really I like had, dressing my guy sets. up I had two sets that I went, I, that I, that I, I, yeah, that I bought. Not into fashion, James. Not your thing. Not, not really. It's utility, isn't it? You know, it's just. Uh, yeah, it's it's no true. Need. Like any, like the default outfit is like pretty iconic and definitely looks like the most useful. Like any of the other outfits you can pick, it's like yeah. But what happens when it rains, mate? What are you gonna do? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I've, I've, every time I go back to town, I like check if there's any new clothes and then spend another five grand on a new kimono and some sandals um it does like genuinely look quite bad at times um yeah, but it and... looks quite good in places as well no, I yeah, thought. yeah 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 it, it, it goes both ways it's it's really strange the, the bits of it are genuinely quite stunning and others are just like what the fuck um the quest tracker is a bit shit I find like you you know you go around you, like you pick up all these like extra requests from people and like it it gives you like an icon on your hood when someone's got a request for you, and then once you've picked it up, that's then like not tracked in any way unless you go yeah. through some menus and then specifically choose it. So like you can fulfil all the requirements for a, a side quest, and then be back in the village and not have a, f- a fucking clue. There might be five villages who you can hand stuff into, mm-hmm. but unless you go through those menus and be like, right, this one, I want to complete this one. Right, where are they? Like that's a bit of a faff. Like it'd be nice if it highlighted people who you've you know you've fulfilled the requirements for, and you can just hand stuff in. Um, but that that's one but, of the biggest problems overall with the game, though. Like in terms yeah. of it, like the user interface for all that stuff is bad. Like it really yeah. is. Like the yeah. stuff you said, like about like switching between like Pokemon or mm-hmm. items, like on the you know with the left and right bumpers is great. Like that works mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. But anything where you have to engage with those menu systems is dreadful, particularly yeah. for organization. Like if you want to organize mm-hmm. anything, it's horrible. Like it's mm-hmm. it's there it, it, things are buried under like multiple menus. It's not clear like how you can do things. I mean, I still yeah. like you can't organize the pastures either. Like where you're dumping all the the yeah. um, Pokémon that you don't want. I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever. Like why <laughs> it's just I don't know. It, it's very mm-hmm. strange. But no, I mean, like overall, it's 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 weird. Like, this sounds like I'm being shitty. It feels like a fan project that somehow got released, right? In the, in that, yes, it's clearly not had the budget um, of like a you know proper quote unquote Pokemon game. Um, you know, there's some technical shortcomings. There's no like new Pokemon that I'm aware of. I think there's like regional variants, right? But there's no mm-hmm. like when it was like, oh, pick your starter, and it's like, oh, I know all of these. This is that's a bit, <laughs> a bit disappointing. Um, but equally, it takes risks that you would never expect, like a mainline Pokemon game to do. And I really hope that like a lot of this, you know, now now feeds into um, where the series goes um, in future. That's, that's interesting. Cause all we get this- more of these. Yeah, well, kind yeah. of, kind of sounds like I can't, maybe getting the complete wrong impression here, but it kind of sounds a bit like a more filled out Bowser's Fury. Is um, fair. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Oh, with that. It, yeah, like, and then it's yeah, it's kind of a yeah, sort of a bit of a spin off, and it's like yeah, sort of this is it or isn't it the future of the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um like it, you get the the feeling that this you know someone really fought to get this made and it was kind of like well all right but you're not getting the resources of a proper <laughs> like you know the next actual pokemon game um but clearly it's paid off because it's sold fucking loads right 
Um, but I mean, I'd incredibly be well. much more likely to want to play one of these though than one of the traditional style ones. Yeah, it's it's so much more interesting, like to me, yeah. like the way, yeah. especially like you said, just getting around in the world, but also like the act of catching Pokemon is much more interesting yeah. because you can see them, and there's like the stealth elements, and there's all like mm. the like items that you can use to like make you know to capture you know and lure certain Pokemon, all that kind of thing. I mean, I know they had that in the other games, but it was not as sort of interactive if you know what i mean it was mm. it always felt a bit more random just feels like you're engaging with the world like i yeah you know you're saying like the monster hunter comparisons it's like yeah because you're foraging and you're crafting stuff as you go and and like you could probably get away with not doing that stuff but you'll have a fucking harder time of it like it's it's it rewards you for just sort of being observant and and thinking about what you're picking up and what you're making um the fact there's all different types of pokeballs as well mm-hmm. like when you you know you get like the the heavy ones and it's like, yeah, they got higher, you know, higher chance to capture, but the the range on them is piss poor. And then you're like, right, these are the stealth. This is the stealth attack. Like this is this is for when you are able to creep up really close to a Pokemon and sort of, you know, pretty much guarantee a capture, but only if you can get that close. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I gather there's like way more as you as you go on as well. So yeah, I, I'm really impressed. I mean, Isaac's loving it as well. Obviously, um, he doesn't like the alphas though. He he freaks out. When he sees one of the alphas roaming around, and tells me I have to avoid it. So then <laughs> well, basically, is that is that, is that yeah. the giant ones? Yeah. So the, well, because they're huge and they got like big fucking red glowing eyes as well. So they are they are pretty menacing looking. And um, yeah. So they could have done the without the red is, eyes. What, sorry? They could have done without the red eyes. Yeah, necessary. unnecessary. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, the deal is I'll sort of whenever we see like if he's with me and I'm playing it. Um, and we see an alpha, I have to like make a note of it and run away. And then when he's in bed, I then capture it. And then the following morning, I'll be like, don't have to worry about that one. It's gone now. It's, we've caught it. It's fine. <laughs> it sounds like tarantulas then... and scorpions in uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. Exactly. <laughs> Harry used to freak out. I mean, so did I, did he? obviously. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible, horrible little things. Hated yeah, that shit. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So, yeah, I've gone, sorry. That's interesting because I, I, you know, going from the marketing that I'd seen and the discussion that was had last week, I genuinely thought like, oh, this is the 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 next Pokemon game, and mm. they've tried to shake things up a bit. That was the mm-hmm. feeling that I got, mm. not that it this was a side thing that yeah. was seen more of a proof of concept rather than mm. an, uh, anything else. And they're in they're in that situation, aren't they? Where where as James says. You know, I'd be far more interested if their next game was like this. But James isn't one of their core crazy Pokemon fans, are they? Is he? Yeah. So, you know, he doesn't represent their main audience. So, you know, that's but then, as probably I say, why it's... it won't be like that. Yeah, but then this has sold well enough to mm-hmm. to justify itself. So, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see sort of where Pokemon goes going forward. Because we already had, I mean, obviously Sword and Shield was was considered quite a a leap forward. But then there was also there was was it Let's Go Eevee and what was the other one? There was, yeah, there was Let's, Go Let's, Go yeah. Let's Go Pikachu, but they yeah. and they were remakes though of earlier games. But with the, right. but they tried to throw in that dynamic of you know you could throw the ball you know with, right, the, with, your, with your wrist and all that you know yeah, yeah. and it kind of it kind of brought in some of the kind of mechanics from Pokemon Go. So like when right. you were trying to cap- capture Pokemon you would just throw the ball like you wouldn't fight them yeah. 
at all. Right. So it's almost kind of like if you have like sword and shield in the middle as your kind of like standard mm. Pokemon game, the Pokemon Let's Go's were like easier versions, easier, right, simpler yeah. versions. I think, and yeah, then it looks they, like they... Arceus is like a more complex version. Yeah, because I think the, the Let's Go ones sort of were, were skewed a bit towards younger players, I think, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, um, as if Pokemon isn't already It's for game grown up, Sarah. It's got mature <laughs> themes. About, it's about friendship. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like obviously, yeah, so like I've played a lot of Pokemon Go and, and yeah, like Arceus does feel quite a lot like that in a lot of ways because yeah, so as opposed to the usual like, oh, you catch one of a species and that that's you done it's like yeah you're just running around just fucking firing pokeballs off constantly just like capturing as like tons of them um then as you say james i'm I'm dreading i assume there comes a point where i have to start actually like releasing ones that i really don't need yeah yeah uh, and i'm dreading do you, that like, do you know about what that does though what you no? can, well it, they give you bonuses like if you if you uh. release people from the pastures then you get like um dust and stuff which you can then up, use oh, to upgrade the, your other ones yeah because yeah because that the the effort level stuff is interesting because that's mm-hmm. been very sort of reworked hasn't it um because I mean, i've never like when i even when i was sort of playing pokemon games properly i never got my head around the whole ev and lv stuff is it is it no ev it's effort, effort value, and what was the other one? I, you're asking the wrong person. I there. can't remember. Yeah. Fucking, basically, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, who do you want to like, answer that, Sean? There's, <laughs> there's these like hidden statistics, basically running through the Pokemon series. That if you don't, you know, back in the day, you'd have to like read something on game FAQs, or else you just have absolutely no chance. Anyway, they, they've sort of simplified that and made it a bit more obvious, basically. So it's something you can actually manipulate rather than just sort of either, either you happen to read about it or you don't. You know. Um, I like uh, the fact that you were you were you know feeling anxious about releasing the, the Pokemon that you had. Like you were, you were sitting there and like, I just want to keep them all in my basement. No, it's I don't want well, to see the sunlight again. We've been we've been brought up, and you've had got to catch them all like drilled yeah. into you. Yeah, no, listen, at no, at no listen. point was it ever got then release, release a few of them. some of them. Right. They, never the said, ones... they never said they never said that. The ones that aren't in your party. Are having a lovely time on a farm, right? No, but that's then, what the parents then, told you. I was going to say then, this does sound like they've died, doesn't it? Um, well, wait, then, especially because you, didn't you say you get dust? You do get. Oh god! When yeah, you the, release oh, them, fuck, they're getting cremated. Yeah. Oh, James, <laughs> they're definitely getting burned alive because <laughs> they turn into gravel, Sean. <laughs> I'll never forget, right? When I was in uh, um, my back room and I had my friend over. And uh, my granddad was looking after us. And uh, my friend said, oh, should we go and have a look at your rabbit? And I went, oh, no, um, my parents took him back to the farm where they got him from. And <laughs> my, 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 my granddad went, no, he didn't. Fox had it. <laughs> Fox had it. Oh, my so God. I actually burst into tears. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, my granddad didn't Fuck. know. Uh, he didn't. He wasn't very good in situations. Different, different generation, wasn't it? Different generation. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a shit. Um, I mean, he was a prisoner of war, Sean. He did yeah. he'd not give a shit about yeah. my feelings towards a rabbit. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. It's na- um, nature taking its course, wasn't it? 
yeah. Um, my point is, no, I, I just, just the, like, so I've got fucking dozens and dozens of, of Pokemon I don't need currently at this farm. And just I, the, the logistical, like, issue of, of at some point having to release them, I was just like, I just don't even want to have to deal with this. I just want them to just pile up in the farm and just leave them to it. But no, if you get stuff for releasing them, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. I've also played. Go on. Puzzling Places on the Oculus Quest 2. Oh, right, um, Oculus Quest. Oh. Are, are the Oculus games now get into that uh, eShop slash iOS <laughs> game section no, of names? No, I just, where it's, how do you like, mean? Puzzling this, Places to me sounds this like This looks very, really good. I, I mean, it's, it's look, I'm not having a, a pop of the game <laughs> at all, but when I hear a game like Puzzling Places or cube time or something like that it's like <laughs> there is a sort of formula right it's yeah i know what you mean um th- this is also on psvr and i think it's on basically everything um but it's basically it's a puzzle game as in literally you know like a, a jigsaw puzzle but it's 3d and you are putting together um like buildings or you know, sort of landscapes, or sometimes like interiors, or like a like the like a shop front um, that's been captured using like photogrammetry. So, which I mean, don't ask me to fucking explain it, but it's basically looks like these places have been like scanned, right? But like in three D, um, and the details absolutely incredible. Um, and it's literally, yeah, you know, you just fucking you sit down, you've got all these pieces, you know, sort of like floating in front of you and you just like pull him on in right okay that looks like it joins up with that bit grab that click them together brilliant um and just yeah just putting these these beautiful little bits of of sceneries and uh, sceneries scenery and buildings and stuff together and like which is just inherently enjoyable anyway and the fact that like you'll be building stuff where like it's like you're putting a building together and you realize you're doing like the interior as well as the exterior right and you literally you just like fucking grab it and just like put it on your head like it's a helmet and you look around the inside like oh it's the inside of a church this is nice like that and looks you take in- up yeah that this looks incredible it's proper good. Um, and there's like like really gorgeous sound design as well. Like as you sort of assembling sort of different um like different areas of a puzzle, there's like and you sort of as you as you move it around you can sort of hear sound effects from sort of different bits. Um it's really lovely. Yeah, it looks it like those three D puzzles. Do you remember when they brought out three D puzzles? Yeah. And yeah. they were like foam yeah. backed yeah. things and you'd yeah, you'd build things out like that. Yeah, this looks right up my street, this game. It's, it's proper good, man. Um, and, like, you know, for every sort of, you know, thing that has been scanned and then therefore you can make a puzzle out of it, like, whenever you load it up, you can choose how many pieces it's split into because obviously it's just divided up. Um, so you can go from anything from, like, 25 pieces to, like, 500 if you absolutely hate yourself. Um, it's just, yeah, just a really wonderful time. I think it was about 12 quid. Um and I, th- I think there's paid DLC for it's cheaper it already. than a puzzle just... I've, I've recently found out because <laughs> I've told you before like, I've been doing loads of puzzles with the kids or whatever oh, really? and I'm getting to the point where I'm like I want to do one for me like a <laughs> big old one uh, yeah. and then you look at it it's like 40 quid I'm like nah nah I'm not look I ain't committing to that because I need a mat as well <laughs> like there's no way I'm doing that in one scene um, I, I, yeah I, I, mate, that's quite cheap that's cheaper than yeah. I thought it would be 
And you don't, and once you've built one, you don't have to like think where you're going to put it in the house. <laughs> just, <laughs> just move on. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Um, so yeah, really like that. Puzzling places. Have a look. Um, the last one, this will be relatively brief. I've been playing Metroid Zero Mission nice. on the GBA. Except it's not on the GBA. I've been playing it because I got my hands on an analog pocket. Oh, this um, kind of goes into what I need well, to talk yeah, about. So I thought this would be a, a good week to mention it. Um, okay. So, because I've been torn um, on, so basically I, I ordered the Retroid Pocket 2 Plus which is one of these, um, you know, sort of handheld emulators um, and then sort of shortly after pre-ordering that was offered mates rates on an analogue pocket. Um, and I was like, can I justify having both? Um, and so for those who don't know, the analogue pocket is um, like it's a, it's a new device, but it plays original um, like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and um, I think it's like there's a Game Gear adapter and possibly some others as well. But it, it's so it's not emulating them; it actually has the innards of you know various handheld consoles inside it. So it's technically running things natively. What and does I, it play? What does it play? Like what games? Uh, so yeah, as I say, so it's Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Gear. Um, there wow. is, is there, I think it's like a Wonder Swan adapter, possibly. Um, but like that's it, right? It doesn't, as I say, it doesn't run emulators. Um, I mean, I, I dare say someone's going to hack it at some point, but we'll see. It's got an SD card slot, so you know. I did take we'll a look see. at one of these, like because you mm. were, I was with you when you picked it. It looks stunning. It does like, look it really just, nice, yeah. doesn't it? Such it a nice a, looking this, thing. Is is it the like the slim? Black, yeah, yes. one that I've yeah. seen. The, the one that yeah. looks like a Game Boy, but that was designed now, like no, yeah. four, yes. four um, face buttons, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it looks yeah, incredible. it's really nice. It is absolutely gorgeous. Like, and I, and I basically I decided, so I kept the pre order for the Retroid Pocket Two and got this because a because I'm a dick and b I figured it was like you know the justification I, I used on myself was like it'll be really cool to have one device that's got shitloads of stuff on it. And then another one that's just like just 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 a nice like such a nice object and just has one game in it at a time. Like the difference between having a Kindle with like five hundred books on it, and then just a paperback. Yeah, yeah. That I'm keeping in my back pocket. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's kind of as I say. Would I have got one if I hadn't been had had it offered for relatively cheap? Probably not. I think it's like two hundred quid or something. Um, RRP, but it is fucking nice. Sure, can I ask you a uh, question about it? Yes. Though? Mm-hmm. Okay, so because I'm having a look at one here, so it's got four face buttons and a D pad. Yeah. What mm-hmm. about the shoulder buttons? Where are they? They they are they're sort of round the back, um, mm-hmm. sort of left and right of where the cartridge goes in. Basically, is it comfortable? It, it is. It's much more comfortable than you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, so because for yeah, a lot of so, GBA games, you really need those you know yeah to... absolutely well yeah so yeah i mean i've been playing metroid zero emission on it because it's one of the few that i've got on a cartridge I'm, I'm obviously i'm now going to start scouring ebay and stuff <laughs> game boy advance games turns out not as cheap as you would hope um i was really excited to get i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get pokemon pinball ruby and sapphire 25 quid mate yeah Un- unboxed yeah wow <laughs> But yeah, uh, Metro Zero Mission's really good. I know, I never played it at the time because I obviously so. If you're not aware, it is a like it's Game Boy Advance remake of the first, like the very first Metroid game, and I think I'd assumed it was very much just like a like a reskin and a a port, you know. Um, 
but it's no it, it's really fucking good they've updated tons of stuff in it they've added stuff changed stuff um like because this this came out after fusion didn't it james it did yeah because this yeah. i i played this um yeah mm-hmm. as soon as it came out because i mm-hmm. i really like this i know a lot of people complain because they just say oh it leads you by the hand too much but i was fine with that it's uh yeah, yeah. i mean it does it does but only in terms of like you know it says like right here's where you need to go next but it's yeah, always it's, uh, yeah. it's always a place that like you, you can never immediately see how you're supposed to get there mm-hmm. like it just sort of so it just sort of gives you a clue as to which area of the map you should be poking around in to try and find you know like if it's like a bit of a wall that needs bombing or or whatever yeah. i feel like it's still cryptic enough i mean i'm i'm kind of blasting through it i'm i'm at ridley now um i think i'm at like sort of 5 hours in but i didn't need it to be particularly long you know um yeah so just been really enjoying that and then once that's done i will take that game out and put another one in and play through that i i I get really paralyzed by choice um with these things like i as cool as it is having consoles with with shitloads of games on them yeah i'm exactly um, the same yeah um but but then i'm you know i'm still really excited for the the retroid 2 plus to to show up because like that's going to do tons of stuff that the the analog pocket could never do. I'm going to stream PC games to it in 640 by 480, and I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, um, but then I mean, yeah. So Dave, do you want to talk about your yeah, device? Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, we I got sent a um Ambernic uh RG552 by mm. uh, a company called um Go Game Geek, who are a retailer of these sort of retro handhelds. Um, mm. and you know. Full disclosure: They sent me the console, um, and they also sent over a code for listeners who's. We don't earn anything from any sale, so it's not that sort of deal. I'm not getting paid or anything like that. Um, but they have a. I mean, I might as well pass the code on. It's um, RG50 uh, at checkout to get fifty dollars off the console. That's why. That's why I wanted it's to mention it because that's a, yeah. that's a big old chunk. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of the new Ambernic uh, handhelds, which. Honestly, I've never really, I've not been following any of this. It, I mm-hmm. only really started noticing uh, these consoles existed because you were talking about them every now and then, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, or just looking at them. Um, yeah. And and then when I looked them up, I was like, wow, this is a big step from the music man that James brought me back from China. <laughs> hey, that time. Not the music man. It that was a lot of really good GBA <laughs> games on it. What did it play? MP7s. <laughs> what even is that um, uh, so this is yeah i mean it's it's a uh android and linux base it's got two operating systems on it mm-hmm. um and it runs uh emulation software it also runs you, you know it's funny when i knew this was coming i was getting excited with all the things that i could do with it and i was like oh this is going to be great i'm going to spend all this time with it all this sort of stuff um and then you realize that oh actually this is sort of a put together device for you know nothing you'll try a game and maybe it won't load or you'll try a game and maybe it feels way more diy than Mm. i'm used to obviously by using things like the switch and other you know uh handhelds um so at first you're kind of like oh right so i can't like one of the things i was really looking forward to was using it for uh xbox cloud gaming right Mm -hmm. because i've i've got game pass and to be able to just play game pass games on a handheld like this just seems brilliant which by the way someone should definitely look into like a dedicated (laughs) handheld device to play streamed games like that 
that yeah, I yeah. think there's a market for it. Like, and, and it made me think, oh, God, could you imagine if somehow Microsoft managed to convince Nintendo to put a Game Pass app on, on the Switch? My word, would that be a good thing for me? Like, I'd absolutely love that. Uh, not going to happen, but, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, so when it arrived, I was sort of a little bit disappointed that things didn't work quite as well as I'd hoped. Uh, and trying to get the uh, the Game Pass stuff working on there was kind of impossible because, you know, it, it doesn't really... Uh, well, I mean, the biggest problem is that it only recognises two of the shoulder buttons and not all four of them. So oh, okay. when I loaded up Forza, I was like, this is kind of playable, actually. I could probably do this, but then... I couldn't accelerate. Uh, and there are workarounds like you can swap your presets for that game uh, so right, that yeah. you, but there's still going to be two buttons that you want to use that you can't mm. use. So that was kind of out of the question. Uh, and like you, I was kind of paralyzed with choice with all the games that were on there, uh, thinking, oh, you know, I'm flicking through games and not really sticking with anything. I'm just trying stuff mm. out. But then after that initial disappointment, you start using it more and you think, I can totally see why people want this sort of device mm -hmm. because all of a sudden I got stuck into Gitaroo Man, which is a game that I've <laughs> been saying on the show and privately that I have not been able to play. You know, I can't. Sorry, how, how do you pronounce it? Gitaroo Man. Gitaroo yeah. Man? It's... Yeah, well, in the game they do say Gitaroo Man. Have you played well, it, Sarah? Do they? Yeah, mm. I played it on. Uh, it was PS2 originally, PS2 wasn't, originally it? wasn't it? I, was I like... played. I played it on PSP because it got mm -hmm. ported to that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. this is the version that's on this. I always thought it was Gitaroo Man, but it, it, I mean, no, you that, could that is, they definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't correct anyone either way. I think. Yeah, I know. I, I yeah. think it's, <laughs> I've, I've just, it is a bit of a just guessing every, game, isn't it? Yeah, just every everyone I've ever spoken to about it has said Guitaro Man. That's the first mm -hmm. time I've ever heard it said like that. Now you yeah. can tell them all of them that they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> go ring the ball up. Spread the words. <laughs> I, I, I remember, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before. I had the demo disc for the PS2, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" You'd play everything on a demo disc because it was back then. You didn't have any games, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so you just tried every. And I adored that demo. I played it over and over and over and over again. And when I finally found a copy um, in the store, I was like bam i'm getting this and then i bought it for the psp when i had one of those um because you know i just adored it i cannot believe you've not played it james like you mentioned this before we started recording it's it's madness that you've not played this you would adore it yeah um, i'm sure i would but I, it's very unlikely that i ever will now is it it's just too, it's too good that game it's so it's so good um so then when you start sticking with a game i'm finding myself finding a game sticking with it for a long time really enjoying it and then and then every now and then i'll go into the main section hit the random button and just play <laughs> a main game and yeah. you know you soon discover that there were a lot of games that were like you listen put put panned in right good um if you do well at pinball this this bit of clothing comes off that <laughs> you're like what <laughs> fucking hell this was quite a trend back then wasn't it yeah. it was it was so weird it's mm. <laughs> it is weird how many games that i've come across <laughs> that's just like sure uh, i'm sure this has nothing to do with anything but uh do well keep putting the money in and you might see a nipple mate all right are you sure you didn't just <laughs> I mean... get like the filth version or something <laughs> i've just got the filth version um, also, also you said you say it was a trend back then 
Like, <laughs> is it still if you, now? Have you have you looked at Steam? <laughs> I I I'm not a big just PC look at, gamer. Just, just look up the the the, vis- the visual novel category. And... Oh, James is a big fan of the visual novel, aren't you, James? Not from Steam. I never play any games on there. Maybe <laughs> no, I should. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, all all that stuff aside, like the console itself, I, I, I'm like blown away by how much of a solid piece of kit it is. You know, it's got dual um, analog sticks on it. Uh, the, you know, there's there's a couple of like uh, missteps. I think the the R2 and R1 buttons, L2 and L2 buttons, they're in a line like along the top of the console so not staggered like what they call staggered on the on the switch where you've got one behind another the other like you expect from a just a any sort of controller now they're sort of next to each other and that mm. becomes a bit of a pain uh the analog sticks are slightly rece- recessed as well into the console and now obviously okay. that's to stop them from sticking out too far mm-hmm. but actually when you're using them you feel like you're you're i don't know your thumb is like touching the the screen or the you know the plastic just behind it or whatever but other than that like it's a pretty like good looking console um and the screen is just absolutely stunning it's like a five i think it's like a 5.3 inch widescreen tv uh tv (laughs) screen (laughs) um so like the advancements that these uh handheld consoles have made and even the one that you were talking about your your analog one Mm. they're they're actually looking like pieces of kit that you want to own now um and that are comparable to sort of handhelds that are being uh put out there by say nintendo um uh, although you know you go back to the switch and you say oh no actually this feels way better in the hand you could see (laughs) the the quality there uh but actually this is these are actually really usable now. And um, I've kind of had a hell of a lot of fun using it. So, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see. Because the other thing is that there are some software glitches. Like, so out of the box, there's been a lot of complaints about um, uh, syncing issues with audio and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, all these things are just open there to the community. And because there's such a demand for this sort of product, like, there's people just going, okay, right, let's... This is how you, you know, upgrade the software. This is how you get over this sort of issue. Uh, if you're experiencing problems with audio, th- there's whole uh, uh, software updates done by the community, including hotkeys to change the way you turn the fucking thing on and off or <laughs> reset it or bring up the function menu and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm I'm kind of into it. Like, I, it's <laughs> totally against what I usually love about gaming. Um yeah. You know me, I just like to stick a game in and play it. Like, I don't like pissing about. Um, but it's, yeah, it's oddly compelling. Um, it's, it's been interesting because it's, yeah, so I've, like, I've been, as you say, I, I've been sort of keeping an eye on, on these sorts of devices for a long time. And it just feels like in the last sort of month or two, there's been this sort of real watershed moment. So, yeah, like the Ambernic RG552 is sort of, not not like absolute top end, but it's what's the RRP? It's like two hundred quid, two hundred dollars. Uh, no, I think it's more than that. You know, I think it's like okay. two fifty to three hundred. But but okay, but the, it's it's got go the on. new processor in it, isn't it? That's what. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like the next like gen the, version of these things. Whereas, like, I mean, yeah, I haven't actually got it yet, but the the Retroid uh, Pocket Two plus whatever it's called um so that's more like 100 quid but then it doesn't like the the screen's like a fraction of the size of, of the ambernic and um 
you know, it's uh, it's like it's four by three. Yours is sixty nine. I think yours That's can right. do up to like PS two and GameCube stuff. Uh, it can't do no. It struggles with GameCube, but it does okay. Dreamcast really well. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and it struggles with a bit of N sixty four stuff, but isn't that like yeah. notorious That's for being just, quite hard? Yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. But PSP, yeah. PSP, and Dreamcast have, have been no problem for what mm-hmm. I've tried out for sure. Yeah, cool. Whereas yeah, whereas the the Retroid um, Pocket Two Plus, I think basically only sort of reliably does up to sort of PS one and some Dreamcast stuff. Um, but then there's also, have you seen the MiU Mini? I have not seen the MiU Mini. That looks very cool, and that's like fifty quid, right? And it's just, it's just a little sort of Game Boy esque thing. I think it basically only does, only does up to like uh, GBA. Um, I don't think it does PS One, um, and it's just so small and cool, and it's fifty quid. So there's, and basically, yeah. So these three devices have all come out very recently, and it just feels like like all the channels i've been following are just suddenly like yeah fucking get one of these three like it's it's you know with like very few caveats it's just a case of picking like how much you want to spend and sort of what stuff you want it to run yeah, what basically. sort of function you want like for yeah. me a handheld's perfect because you know i very rarely get access to the tv and when i do i want to play one of my you sort of next gen games on the xbox ps5 or whatever um i don't want to be playing like i would not be doing the main stuff if it wasn't just conveniently by my bedside or, or you know, by the sofa uh, and, and just booting up a, a small handheld or whatever and having a uh, half an hour to an hour's worth on it. But have you seen have you seen the Pandora box stuff? Like it's literally the front of an arcade cabinet. It's like like buying a, a two player fight stick that you could just plug into a monitor and it just acts like an arcade from there. So you don't need the, the full cabinet or whatever. You can just plug that into your TV and have an arcade experience with like the the you know arcade sticks and massive buttons and all that stuff it's crazy what's going on right now hello uh we had to uh just take a short break there because sean bell has had some parenting uh things to do and he has just informed us that these parenting things are so severe that he can't, he can't, uh, he can't continue with the show. So, uh, James, are you ready to read out the the, the questions when we get there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's your job now, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Look, these things happen, and um, it's nothing to worry about. It's just uh, Sean had to nip away. He will be back next week. That's all I had to uh, talk about today, James. Before, sorry, Sarah. Before we get to your games, James, you've been playing a big release this week, right? And it's not even out yet. No, I, I don't <gasps> understand why I've got it because I I bought it, but I bought the well, standard well, that's version. How you got it then? No, no, no. But oh, really? okay. Yeah, so that's the thing because there was like a deluxe version that that was apparently like unlocked earlier. Yeah, and then I just got the standard one. But it seems that they've also unlocked the standard one like a day early as well. So before we started recording this, I played like Sufu or ah uh, uh, problems with this name. It's really annoying. Yeah, what is it? Is it not Sifu? Well, okay, it's called Sifu, but then this must be like. Cantonese pronunciation or whatever, because in like in Mandarin, this is like shuffle, and so right, okay. every time I look at this, it's like it annoys me slightly because. But then <laughs> okay. it shouldn't it shouldn't do because that's just mainland China, which is like different and everything. But anyway, so 
I, I started playing it. I've played it for about an hour. So I don't, you know, I've only got like really, really brief, like sort of first impressions of it. And I've got a very bad feeling that I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to get on with this game. Why is that? Be- well, mostly because it is really difficult. Um, because the main core mechanic of the game is something which I'm always really bad at in games, and that's parrying. I'm always oh, right. Okay. I'm terrible at parrying no, always I, in games. And are you putting it. too much emphasis on the parrying? Because the the reviews that I've seen is that there's three different ways to avoid being hit, right? There's block, there's dodge, and mm-hmm. there's parry. And and I heard that it was, you know, it's not necessarily parry all the time, because in some instances you need... Isn't it learning about when to do what? Yeah, and I think that's probably... Maybe that's where I've been going wrong, because that's the other thing. Like, the game doesn't really explain very much at all, like, how right. to play it. Like, you get... When you first start it up, it gives you, like, a sort of a brief rundown, like, you know, where you get to, like, fight a couple of things to, like, show you, okay, this this is what you can do. This is, like, the rhythm of, of, of like, the fight. You know, how you can, like, parry somebody, then you can attack them, or you can, like, dodge around them and then hit them or whatever. But I found that when you get, like surrounded by loads and loads of enemies you kind of have to parry because otherwise you there's no way you can roll out the way or whatever so you're you're having to do that and i found that quite difficult i mean i got i got through to the boss on the first the first level and i and got i mean i got wiped out like i didn't because you know it has this mechanic whereby every time that you die it adds like one year to your life that's but right. then the second time you die it adds two years to your life then the yeah, third yeah. time you die it so does I that mean, reset when you get to the next level no, it doesn't. Oh, shit. And so, so it's there's a lot of things like that which are quite make it more difficult. But then what you can do is if you then fail on the next level, you can then start it again from like whatever your best like sort of level was for the previous level. So if you finished it on like at like thirty years old, then you go back to being thirty years old again for the you to try again basically. And from what I can understand, the whole purpose with this is to try and perfect. Um, you know, each level really, so that then you're getting through to the end, and you're still young enough that you're not, you know, sort of finding it really, really difficult and getting knocked down. Because every time that you get older, you it, your attack power increases, but your health goes down as you get older. So by the end, it's like, yeah, you are pretty strong, and you can, you know, the the, the punches and kicks are good, but then you get knocked out really quickly. Um, and I, I I died. I got to the point where I was seventy five years old, and that yeah, nothing was going, nothing was working there. It was it wasn't very good. Um, but I have to say that I it f- does feel very nice to play. Like the, I mean, the actual, it looks it looks incredible. I watched a bit of it on Twitch before we started recording, and the uh, visually the animations and everything it looked incredible. I, yeah. I, I I couldn't work out what the players were doing to make it look like it did but it looks such like the fights look so fluid yeah and they are like it it really it really is like even me playing it and i'm not very good like you you start to like sort of stack up combos and stuff like that and you start to be able to you know like move from player to player and like you know knock people down all that kind of thing it's very nice like it, it looks incredible the it's it's probably got one of the best uses of the dual sense that i've had since like since having since using oh, it, really? like yeah, yeah, it's it's especially at the beginning, like they do the whole rain thing, and it's perfect. Like it, and it's not just the the feeling of the rain, but also like the sound coming out the speaker is like you know really good, and it's yeah. it's really really nice. Like the way that they implement that, it's yeah, it's probably the best since 
uh, Astrobot, I would say, like in terms wow. of using that, which is which is really nice. It's just that I'm really getting the impression with this. This is a game you do have to learn, and I'm if I'm going to continue with this, I'm going to have to sit down and teach myself how to play it properly because you sound like you're trying to you be know. like you're holding back the sick, even <laughs> considering learning a new fighting system. <laughs> But no, it's, it, it looks it looks really nice, and it's yeah. I I was in, I was enjoying what I was playing, but I I very quickly began to realise that yeah, I'm I'm not good at this, and I'm going to have to teach myself how to be good at it if I want to persist with it because it's it's not an arcade brawler or something like that. Because that's what when I first saw it, that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like kind of Streets of Rage style like yeah, it kind did of game, like but that, it's it? but it's really not. It's, yeah, um, I'd only just heard that like it was really hard about like just as the reviews were coming out. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect it to be like that at all, but yeah. it's been getting good scores. Yeah, um, definitely. I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick this up in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, okay, we'll, we'll we'll hear whether or not that you, you've gone back to it uh, next week, I guess. Yeah. Um, Sarah, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Which, which one's it? Is this online? Is this what? What is this one? Yeah, so this is the this is the MMO um, that Matt brought up like last week. That's right. He'll never go back was. to it. He might go oh, back to it. I mean, I. So when when he when he brought it up, um, I was like, yeah, he's not going to go back to it. I'm also <laughs> not going. I'm not going to encourage him to because he's got you know a wife and a child like. Don't start playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> you do realise that now that we've said he's never going to go back to it, he will now it, go, back to, go it. back to or, it. Yeah, that well, is. <laughs> yeah. Also, he um, on Twitter earlier he showed me that he was fi- had finally finally started playing the original Final Fantasy VII. Right. So that I'm um, yeah, play that. Don't don't play Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> but um, oh my god, it's so good. It's so, I, when did this so actually good. launch? Uh, so let me let me double check because my audio is going to get weird because I've got to lean past. Well, something my... tells me that this came out a couple of years ago, didn't do too well, no. and then they did a relaunch. Yeah, um, well, I mean, when you say a couple years ago, um, oh. so the original. Original Final Fantasy fourteen came out in two thousand yeah, two thousand and thirteen. Okay, right. Um, That's more than a couple of years ago then, fair enough. Oh no, no, sorry, two thousand and ten was the original was the original Final Fantasy fourteen, but it was shit. (laughs) Like it was it was dreadful. Um and basically, they essentially cut. They they actually kept it live, and they actually still kind of like patched it a little bit and actually kind of improved it. But at the same time, they essentially rebuilt the entire game and released it as Final Fantasy fourteen: A Realm Reborn in two thousand and thirteen. Right. Um. It's. So there's two really, really good YouTube series about it. Um, one is, I think it's by a channel, I think, called The Speakers Network. Um, and they they go a lot into kind of the issues with the original version of Final Fantasy XIV um, and also kind of how it sort of improves. They also go a lot into, because 
there's actual story versions. So within the sort of lore of Final Fantasy fourteen, the original world of the original version of the game gets destroyed by um basically like a giant meteor. And that happened in the game. And as like the meteor crashed, this cutscene played and the servers got turned off. Right. And then when Final Fantasy fourteen, a Realm Reborn launched, it is the same world, but a few years after that meteor crashed, essentially. So it's a, so a bit like what they did with the Matrix Online, but then they switched it back on again with new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they did that, that? that doesn't sound convincing. <laughs> I've I've got I've got no idea. I don't know anything about a matrix uh, the Matrix one other than it's apparently canon. Yeah, they Which is why Lawrence Fishburne wasn't in the new film. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Apparently. But no, yeah, with, I'm with literally that, just going off might... of like Kotaku articles. <laughs> when they shut it down, they like did it as a whole like event, as in like, you know, this is the Matrix is being shut down and everything and you know yeah, they oh, similar kind cool. of thing. Yeah. I like that. Um yeah, so so there's um and then there's also a no clip um series and that one's really good because they actually um have interviews with uh like the game's director and basically a whole bunch of people who actually kind of worked on it um and they give a lot of insight into ba- basically they were running and patching a live MMO at the same time as building a whole new MMO. And it is it's 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 really, really fascinating, like the entire story around this game. Um but obviously when A Realm Reborn took over, um it was very, 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 very good. It's now had four expansions. Um I have finished I finished the original A Realm Reborn storyline, which is like levels 1 to 60. Um, I've also just finished the Heaven's Ward expansion. Um, and yeah, it's it's incredible. And everyone has told me that it just continually gets better and better throughout the next three expansions that I've still got to play through. Because when I picked it up... Um, I mean, I started playing it back in March last year, got to like level 35 and I was like, that's all right. But I think for, for, for some reason, I think maybe it was like the house move or something. Um, I kind of stopped playing it and kind of bounced off it. And then I've had a few people kind of since then be like, no, no, you should really go back to it. So how, you know, on, earth, how on earth are you jockeying this with Destiny? Well, this is what this is, <laughs> this is what I was going to say. So, you know, I made the really good decision of beginning of this year, seven weeks out from the new Destiny expansion, to just pick up a new MMO. <laughs> but you know, I've, I'm, I've not got kids. I've not got anyone else. <laughs> Sorry, that makes me sound like really sad um honestly it makes it sound amazing to me at the moment in time <laughs> yeah i've got i've got i've got no partner i've got no kids i can do whatever i want which is play mmos and paint warhammer at the moment um but yeah uh so well because i mean the thing is is yeah because i thought you know i'm seven weeks out from the new destiny expansion Thinking back to sort of my World of Warcraft days, I was like, no problem. I can level from 1 to 90 in that time, 
get to the point where I can start playing with my friends. Easy. Um, and then I was talking to a friend about it and he was like, well, when is Witch Queen out? And I was like, 22nd of February. And he was like, yeah, you ain't finishing Final Fantasy in that time. Because <laughs> um, the, the, the difference with World of Warcraft is with World of Warcraft, if you get to a certain level, you can just sack off whatever you were doing and go and do the content that is for the level you're at. So say, for example, if you're playing through like the original kind of storyline quests and you hit level 60, you can be like, right, I'm out. I'm going to sack off all the quests in the original areas and just go straight to Outland. Um, once you hit 70, you can sack off Outland. Doesn't matter where you are on the quest. Go on to Northrend. That's where my World of Warcraft knowledge ends because that's when I stopped playing it. Um, but in in Final Fantasy, you have what's known as like the main scenario quests, um, and it is a it is a quest line that you have to follow. And not only do you do so, obviously you play through a Realm Reborn, yeah. which is like the one to sixty as the game came out. But then you have you've, there's like a few kind of patches worth of interim quests which came out before the next expansion then you've got the next expansion play through all of that then you've got again those few kind of small sets of interim quests and then the next expansion and so on um so you 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 have to follow that whole quest line and i mean on one hand it does mean that you are so much more invested in the storyline because you're seeing it all rather than doing a little bit of it and then yeah going off somewhere else without finishing the story um so i've kind of shifted my mindset with it and i'm not playing it like oh my god i need to rush to get to 90 doesn't matter what i'm doing i just need to get to like level 90 as quickly as possible i'm now kind of playing it as a just a kind of single player final fantasy game but at some occasionally i'll do like a queue for a dungeon i'll run like a dungeon or a raid or whatever with some people um also because i i've been i've been invited to join a, a guild but i can't join the guild because the server that they're on is full and i can't transfer servers and probably more than likely won't be able to until june when they launch the new european servers that's kind of annoying (laughs) that Um, is annoying i've i've only ever been invited to join a guild in one game (laughs) james this will make you laugh one game i was invited to join not a what what the other name for a guild uh, clan? A clan, clan in one game, right? And it was uh, Midtown Madness Two. Oh, the they had clans. <laughs> they had a clan, <laughs> and we we had little no. we had three letters after our names, and we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Oh my god, did I remember not, that. Did you not get into all that at Rainbow Six? Like, don't no. you remember all the, all the no, scandals there was with that? Clans. No, what? Or like what? Destiny? Were you not in a Destiny? Like on the original Destiny? No, were you not in a clan? I wasn't in a clan. What 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 was the what, what was the scandal, James? Well, no, because with because okay, so there was a like a rollmark clan, obviously for for Rainbow Six Three, like when it came right. out on Xbox, and there was this whole thing with like because there was a limit on how many people could join, 
and like somebody went in and like registered the clan first and then people sort of like piled in and then they kept all getting kicked out and everything yeah, and it was like I remember like, something like oh no you're yeah. absolutely right I remember something like that and wasn't it we were online so maybe yeah. I was in that clan then because I remember mm. someone joining and going ballistic because they got kicked out because they didn't play for like three weeks or something. That is exactly what happened. But what made it even funnier was that person was using one of those voice masks. That's you know, right. Oh my god, what a blast from the past! I remember that. Yeah. God, he was using the dark master voice stuff. mask, and like the person who was moderating, it was like, "Can you can you please just turn turn the voice mask off?" That's right. I remember I was there, and he was doing and he was doing all this stuff like. I don't know why you have a problem with me, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. They booted a bunch of people. Oh, my God. That is... I'd forgotten all that stuff, James. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. Honestly, Sarah, guilds, clans, they sound like trouble. I think you're probably better off. You don't Um, need to get into that politics. Well, well, no, because the... Well, I mean, the, the, the clan I'm joining is... It's it's a, it's it's a very like small group of people. Like, so my my housemate also plays an absolute ton of Final Fantasy, and she is in a clan that is on the server that I'm currently on. Right. But and bless them, I was having trouble finding a group for a a, a trial, which is essentially um, it's it it, it match makes you with other people to do it. But rather than being like a full dungeon, it's literally just like one really hard boss. Um, and I was struggling to kind of get a group, like the queue for the matchmaking at one point, it hit like over an hour and it just wasn't finding people who were also queuing for that boss. Um, so she got a bunch of people from her guild to like help me out, which was really, really, really nice. But they they do play it kind of seriously. Like they have interviews for new members where like if someone wants to join they get them to run like a trial raid with them to make sure that they're like a good fit and stuff and i'm like that's too serious whereas <laughs> yeah the you clan... need to find the right level don't you yeah and i mean the the, the guild i mean the guild that i'm hopefully going to be joining the the tag that appears like at the end of your character name. You know, you're saying in Midtown Madness, you have like the three letters. <laughs> yeah, in Midtown, I like um, the fact that you're trying to relate it to my Midtown Madness plan. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know yeah. it, it, it works, right? So yeah, yeah, it the, does. The, the, the tag for this guild is just kebab. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so that, that's the kind of level that I want to be playing Final Fantasy at. Um, and destiny is like because i'm also in a, a clan with a bunch of people from work for destiny so that's like my serious game and then yeah at the moment i'm just kind of picking away at final fantasy until i get to the end of it which yeah might be a while but i mean i'm on, on one hand i'm just really really enjoying playing another and like a new but at least new to me uh final fantasy game but yeah the story the story in a realm reborn kind of starts off a bit not bad but not great it's very early final fantasy story in that it's like you are the warrior who's gonna save the world and there's crystals and there's bad guys and you need to get the crystals like it's it's fine 
Um, but then the moment A Realm Reborn finishes and as you're kind of playing through those like interim quests before you start the first expansion, it it goes really Game of Thronesy. Like it goes really kind of political. Um, and there's loads of like political intrigue and backstabbing and drama. And then you get into like the first expansion. And as you kind of work your way through that, the story starts to go like, oh, maybe these people who you thought were bad, maybe they're not bad. And maybe they're just fighting for their own cause but you all kind of want the same thing but people are going about it in different ways and it's all very like shades of gray and yeah it starts to get really kind of complex um really really kind of interesting there's like amazing characters in it um especially comparing it to world of warcraft where the story would happen and you would just kind of you would just be like stood there watching it happen you always kind of got the feeling that the story in Warcraft would be happening whether your character was there or not. Right, okay, yeah. But in in Final Fantasy XIV, like, you are a... Your character is a key, key part of everything that's happening. Um, and, yeah, it's just... It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, gameplay-wise, it's your kind of standard MMO in that you have, like, multiple... Uh, bars worth of abilities and you've got like 20 abilities that you're kind of juggling you have like your kind of what's known as like your rotation so it's maybe like anywhere between sort of four and six abilities that you'll kind of work through in almost like a combination and then you'll have um sort of situational abilities to kind of get out of areas or to heal or whatnot uh, but it just feel again comparing it to Warcraft, it just feels so much more, so much faster, much more of an emphasis on mobility. It plays amazingly on PS5. Like, obviously, yeah, I've mostly played MMOs on mouse and keyboard. So when I first started playing on PS5, I was a little bit lost with the controller. But once once you kind of figure it out, once you kind of make the changes to what abilities are mapped to what buttons that works for you it it just plays incredibly well yeah like the combat just feels so much faster and more kind of mobile it's oh my god it's so good yeah i'd be so honest good. with you I, it does sound like matt should completely avoid playing this game yeah 100 percent. <laughs> i mean i've i am a hundred percent one of these people who probably shouldn't play mmos because I go into them too hard, like yeah. too like I get I get addicted to them. That's the easiest way of putting it. Um, so I probably shouldn't be playing it, but you know it's it's absolutely fantastic. Cool. It's so good. So the character, so, yeah. you, the character you create though is it's is it it's cross platform then presumably. Like if you're you can play on PC, PS4, PS5 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will. So I'm playing on PS5 at home. Um, and then I've also got it installed on my work PC and I play it at lunch on my work PC, which okay. is why I say that I probably shouldn't play But then it's the same with um, Destiny 2. Like I've got, I've got that installed on my work PC as well. And again, it's all sort of cross save with that. So it just means, yeah, I like, I like being able to play things wherever, wherever yeah. I am. Yeah. Cool. All right. But if there's anything, uh, anything else you played this week? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'll kind of, I'll kind of dash over this because I realized I knew I was going to talk about Final Fantasy fourteen a lot. Um, <laughs> That's all good. But yeah, especially because we mentioned about obviously Platinum Games earlier. So I, I've had this downloaded for a little while on my old phone, but it wouldn't download fully because I didn't have the space. But I've got a new phone, um, so I've downloaded it and actually started playing it. But it is called World of Demons, and it's a game on Apple Arcade, and it's from Platinum Games. Wow. And it came out in April last year. Okay. Um, basically, you play as a samurai, um, and there's... Uh, basically, you control yokai, who are like... Japanese spirits, ghosts, yeah, yeah. and you are fighting against the Oni, which is like Japanese demons. Um, Basically, it's very very kind of standard, like, mobile phone, like, phone gameplay in that, you know, one finger on the screen is, like, your movement, and then there's, like, big buttons for your combat. So there's, like, one button to attack, one to dodge, and then you also, like, collect yokai, and you use those as, like, kind of magic or like special abilities so like they all have elements and it's kind of pokemon style different elements match with others um actually gets quite challenging the art style is um, wild i know it looks, yeah, it looks so, beautiful all stuff, like, yeah. it looks really nice yeah so this so this is the really wild thing that i'm finding it's so kami except in, you're not playing as a wolf you're playing as a person but other than that it's a kami so like, you're drawing shapes and stuff well, yeah, okay, so it doesn't also doesn't have the paintbrush, but right, okay. it is it's that cell shaded ink style graphics. Um but even to the point where like so when you would first fight an enemy in Okami, it would have the enemy would have its character like 3D in-game character model would have like a little kind of intro animation, and then it would like switch to it like the kind of watercolor drawing of the enemy that would be on like a scroll world of demons does that like the font in the ui is the same as akami's <laughs> really um yeah and i swear to god they have just taken all of the sound files and i think some of the music from akami <laughs> and they're just using that, that. that. <laughs> so oh my god, like, we got this stuff left over just you know yeah <laughs> Because it's like, on one hand, okay, yeah, it's it's using, like, the tr- the very traditional Japanese instruments that Akami uses. So, obviously, it's going to sound kind of similar, like, especially, like, the background music. But so many of, yeah, like, the audio, like, cues and stings and, like, it, it when, when you, like, open a treasure chest and items pop out, it's the same, I swear to God, it's the same sounds. Like it's the same sound files that they've just taken and put in this game, okay. which, I mean, I'm 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 really really enjoying it because you know I'm I loved Akami so much. I think I've bought it like five times and I've never completed it because there's one mini game that's horrible. Um, but yeah, I'm actually really really enjoying it. What it is works it, what really you pl- well. Uh, uh, you plan on a phone, aren't you? Of course you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of Apple Arcade. So yeah, no microtransactions or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's really good. So nice. if you if you want a new Akami, this is probably the closest you're going to get to it. Because yeah, com- combat feels quite similar. 
um, in that, yeah, it's kind of hack and slashy, but, you know, watch your dodges. Um, if you do it at the right time, you get, like, a stun attack. Uh, yeah. Loads of, like, Japanese folklore, traditional Japanese music, like, yeah, the whole kind of art style. Do you know if this... Yeah, it's really good. Was this was this built for, like, Apple Arcade or whatever, or was it... It's, it's, it's not one of those free-to-play ones that they've added to it, um, is it? No, so apparently early into development, it was going to be a uh, a free-to-play game. Um, and then uh, I think I think it's that they didn't enjoy and they kind of weren't getting on with that kind of free-to-play mm-hmm. game design. They weren't getting on with kind of building in like a lot of like the monetization and stuff. Um, so then... I don't know whether they approached Apple or Apple approached them, but then when it became like, oh, we're actually going to be putting this on Apple Arcade, they pretty much just scrapped everything and just started again and built, kind of rebuilt it from the ground up yeah, for Apple Arcade. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, nice. it's cool. spot on. All right, yeah, anything else? Uh, I mean, playing a load of Beat Saber. <laughs> yeah, it's the same Sean <laughs> Far too uh, much had Beat to drop Saber. off. He's our resident Beat Saber fan. Uh, yeah, I think he still plays it on the reg actually. But um... it's it's good. He's 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 messaged me once. Um, I think it was something along the lines of, "Yeah, you're not kidding when you say you play it a lot, or something like that, or something about my scores." Oh, so you're playing on like, yeah, because I'm playing angry, on, yeah, because yeah, I I play <laughs> I play on expert. Ah. I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not like expert plus level. I think there's about five or six songs I can do on expert plus, but well, it stops uh, becoming. It stops becoming as fun when you play it on that kind of difficulty. Yeah, you want to be able to nail it. That's the. That's the thing, isn't it? Like you after wanna, a while, you, you wanna, just want to be able to like almost 100 percent everything to feel like an yeah, absolute boss. You, you want to be able to nail it, and also, I mean, I'm kind of like, especially like the like the Lady Gaga and the BTS song packs. You kind of want to have a little bit of a dance as well. James, or at least I, at least I do. <laughs> James, did you get the impression that like Sean was like amazing at this game? You yeah, think he sort of it, led he's us always, to believe yeah, that he was amazing. I, I thought he was it. supposed to be really, really good at it, and like you know, <laughs> I love to find From... out that he's like playing on easy or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so like I've 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 ne- I've not heard that um, from from his from his reaction to one of the one of my scores that went up on like the activity feed on the Oculus because I refuse to call it the Meta Quest because I hate that name. <laughs> um, absolutely, just straight up refuse to acknowledge it. Um, yeah, from the sounds of it, he was like really impressed, and it's like I'm 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 good, but I'm not. You're not Sean Good. That good. <laughs> You're not Sean Bell. Well, well par- 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 apparently I'm better. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll need to. I'll need. I'll need to actually do because you can do multiplayer now, like online multiplayer with it. So we'll have to. That's we'll a have to Find out. There's that got to yeah. be a stream. No, it Sheffield. There's got to be a dance off. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is too good. <laughs> but the fact of what, what we should do is just not hook it up to speakers or a TV. So we we just oh, see no. those two on stage, <laughs> playing it, and then at the end of it, go, 
oh, I won. <laughs> You're, no, because my my mum, I took I took it to my mum's when I was there over Christmas, and she filmed me playing it, and I was like, oh, that's what I look like. Exactly, that's not what I thought I oh, looked like. Oh, that's what people at Sheffield are going to be watching. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. I'm to the never going to play this in front of people ever well, I'm, again. I'm afraid if you want to fire a imitation. Uh, pistol in the form of a laser gun then you are gonna have to stand in front of people i mean i mean yeah i do i do say i'm never gonna play that in front of people but i feel like the satisfaction of beating sean on the live stage (laughs) yeah we'll win out over looking like a little bit of an idiot so (laughs) yeah it's true it's true um Okay, well, I've got to have Matt involved as well, though. Seeing as he's like Mr. VR, he's got to be involved. Oh, the three of you like doing the beat saber stuff at once without anyone knowing what's going on. (laughs) That just sounds like a closer, doesn't it, to our live show? I just, I like the idea of like Sean like pulling. You know, he's finished it, and he's like, you know, taking the headset off, like sweat (laughs) dripping down on you, and he's just going, "I won." I won. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Sarah goes, "No, you didn't. Stop lying." Why are you lying? Just because they can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, that's what we've been planning this week. Should we just do a couple of questions to close this one out, uh, James? Yeah. So if you want to contact us, uh, you can visit tcgs.co uh, slash dearTCGS. Uh, there's a form you can fill in. Um, oh, see, you're putting me on the spot um, for choosing these. Because I didn't choose these, obviously. Um, okay, so... Ben Strash Scientologist says, um, as Sarah is on this week, can she please explain to the lads why inscription not being in the Game of the Year show was a big mistake on their part? So, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, was, wasn't it one of your, like, wild cards? No, it or wasn't. Was it one of the like, this is, Ben's been a fucking nightmare with this game and our Game know, of the Year I was, show. I was going to knock this in the head, but, yeah. The thing, the thing is, is it, what you're saying is that it's a mistake not having it on the Game of the Year show. Two two played it and didn't think it was good enough, right? And and the other two didn't. So if it was on the Game of the Year show, you would have been even more pissed off. Exactly. And also, so I'm guessing when you, say, when you say two of you didn't play it, I'm guessing it was you two. Yeah, we are. Uh, it's not yeah, my that... style of game. I mean, I appreciate what and I mean. Did. It's a deck. It's a it's a deck build deck building roguelike. Yeah, so yeah. James is definitely out. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm not doing that. I mean, yeah. that's not a detriment to the game. You know, I I I've heard lots of game of the year shows talking about it, and everything they say sound makes it sound fantastic. Um, yeah, it's and it's a little bit harder for me to play because it's isn't it PC. Oh no, it is on PC Mac only. as well, right? But I can't. Uh, I don't use maybe? this thing to play video games, so um, I yeah. If it was like on Xbox, I might have given it. How possible is it mm. to play this on a console? Do you um, think it 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 would work? Um, apparently, uh, they the developer is looking into it. But yeah, I mean, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? I I'd, I'd want to know though whether Sean and Matt completed it. They didn't. They didn't well, get anywhere near right. Matt, Matt didn't. Did they sure. did, because that's the thing. I think if neither of them got past Act One, yeah, I don't think they did. Th- that would that would explain why it didn't make it onto the game of the year list. Yeah, I I think they got to the first boss and struggled yeah, with the first okay. boss and didn't go any further with it. So oh, okay, so they didn't they didn't like it because they were bad at it. No, I didn't even think they didn't <laughs> like it, but they it was one of those games where. 
I think they both found it really interesting, really cool, but they got to a sticking point that they weren't compelled to push past. Um, oh, you missed you miss that. I was, I, was just trying to, I was just trying to be mean to them a little bit. Yeah. Just I... calling, them, calling them bad at video games. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 can, I can see why. Um, and I don't, I don't want to say any more than that again. Because it's one of those things that I really don't want to spoil. Yeah, I've had a but... few things spoiled for me because I was never going to play it anyway. But uh, yeah, the stuff that it does would not have crossed my mind based on yeah. what people I told think... me about inscriptions. So yeah, I think if I think if either of them have finished it, um, it it would have been on. What I I feel I feel maybe more Sean's. I think if Sean had finished it, he might have put it on there. Yeah, probably. But ultimately, I. Didn't I wasn't mad because you know Death Door won, so I was but like, worthy "That's winner. fine." Worthy yeah. winner, James thought exactly. it was too obvious. Wor- worthy uh, predictable winner. Um, next next one is uh, Maria Mendieta. She says, uh, "Dear TCGS convention organisers, with Valentine's Day approaching, what advantage do video games have over other media when it comes to portraying relationships? I suppose spending over fifty hours with a character is about as annoying as it is in real life." Um, <laughs> Keep administering the weekly dose of laughter, sincerely, Maria. Uh, I mean, I guess the best thing about brilliant. it is you can. I mean, the best thing is you can you have multiple choice stuff, and it, and then you can go back and try it again, yeah, and things like that. It, which is I mean, awful. no, yeah, but it's saying what video, what advantage do video games have over other media when it comes to portraying relationships? What the multiple choice is about as good yeah. as it gets, but even then you're offering multiple choices that, that are usually so binary anyway that it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. I, think the, well, I think the only time that it's done a relationship, and this is, obviously, this isn't a, uh, a, a Valentine's Day style relationship is how I'm going to brand this, um, but your brother's uh, Tower of Two Sons, that had some really interesting ways of portraying a certain type of relationship that it gets across really well. But I think for the most part, I, I, I don't know if a video game has really nailed that, has it? More uh, than, say, yeah. uh, other media. I wouldn't media. say better than other media. Like, it's... Some have, you know, have been good, but I wouldn't say, like, Has the game ever got kissing right? Because I don't think... <laughs> it does look like... It does look like they're either, like, there's a, a three millimetres between the faces, or they're just, like, robotically going left and right. It's just... Never quite nailed that, has it? Oh, come on. Like, heavy rain. Like, absolutely nailed. <laughs> Two Pac-Man <laughs> eating away at each other's faces. <laughs> no, it's well, Doesn't really get well, so it, when, does it? Well, when I, when I read this question, all I could think of is, so, I... Back in back in the day, I don't want to think about how long ago this was. Um, so I played Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm. Um, obviously, fame those games are fame for like their romances. But I mean, I was I was kind of playing it in like my normal kind of like completionist sort of way. Um, and I was working through. Uh, there was a character called Blackwall who was just like this kind of really miserable human soldier who had like a tortured past and all his friends had died and he was just really sad and miserable all the time um so i was like working through one of his quest lines because i was like it's it's a side quest i'm just gonna you know do loads of side quests so i just kind of ended up on his quest line and you know he was sad a lot and i was like oh there there it's it's fine um and then 
not thinking anything of it. And then I had to go up to like the Inquisitor's quarters and he's there and he's just like, I'm so in love with you and like starts trying to like proposition my character to like go to bed with him. And I was like, no, like just hammering the button trying to be like, no, you've got the wrong idea. Um, (laughs) So so essentially I just like friend zoned him. Um, And then he got, (laughs) and then he got even sadder and was just like, I can't be around you if it's going to be like this. And then he just left my party and I lost that character. And I was like, this is the most realistic portrayal of a relationship I've ever seen in a video game. I've had this exact situation happen in real life. They always do seem a bit creepy in video games, though, right? Like, you look at Mass Effect, and, okay, that took steps forward in terms of relationships within video games or whatever, but it was very much like, do I say this overly, you know, a flirtatious thing? (laughs) Yes or no? And if I say yes, it will work regardless you know what mm. i mean it's it's like there's a long way to go in terms of portraying relationships i mean i even it takes two uh didn't get anywhere near where it should have been um there have been there have been games that have that have done it right you know uh i uh, the uh, walking simulators seem to do it very well surprisingly it, because you're learning about relationships through i know it's notes and you know sound clips and stuff like that but you do get that feeling every now and then from one of those games that oh you're picking up the nuances from relationships that that would have not been there had there been a character model there that you could press a or b on and different things happen you know it's weird. I I mean, we spoke about um, the Marquette that come out. Did you play that last year, Sarah, on the PS5? That's that's the one where the things get big and small. That's right. And it had. I I kind I didn't play it, but after how much I think it was on this podcast when you were talking about how much you hated it, yeah. or it was another podcast and they were also talking about how much they hated it. I was like. Oh, I kind of want to play it. I think I think what wound me up the most is that there was a few reviews saying, oh, it's a really interesting breakdown of a relationship. And I'm like, no, it isn't. It does not. That's, that's why I wanted to play it. it goes. That is not how it goes. It, it is not as straightforward as this. It's like a... T- it's, it's terribly written, in my opinion. And when I saw that on a few Game of the Year uh, lists last year, I was shocked because that stuff actually genuinely angered me. It was like, you are not understanding. Like, it's such a cliche, hey, I come home and you didn't text me. And and then the next thing, it was like, you are, you are, and the rowing. But the rowing is so, like, base level that that's not how real relationships go or pan out. Or there's nothing here that reflects, I don't know. I think there's still a long way to go before... uh, uh, gaming can get that across I think they'll get there I think there's certainly some advantages to be had like as I said the way that Brothers deals with loss is a really interesting that could not be done within uh, a film or a book or you know what, any other form of media um, it, the, the, the way it uh, expresses that is really interesting and works uh, so that's where you'd have the advantage, but yeah, no, certainly not. We've not seen the realization of of people connecting with that 
in many ways. Although there are a fair few games in, that that try and portray this that I haven't played, you know. Um, so I might have missed out on a few. So if you're thinking of a few, let us know what you think. Uh, we should probably end it there, right? Yeah, I could do one, one last old, quick one. Go on. Capone Adam, is it time for a new Tomb Raider yet? Uh, no, it's not. It's okay. absolutely not. Do you not agree? <laughs> no. Like that Tomb Raider there's, there's reboot a... come out and it was like, wow, this is wicked. Then the second one come out and it was like, it's still wicked, right. but it's yeah. more the same. And then the third one come out and it was like, okay. <laughs> right, let's <laughs> Come on now. Let's, let's shake it up a bit. Uh, so I think that needs a little bit more time, I think. Okay. Um, who's doing the socials? You. Okay. Um, <laughs> Watch this, Sarah. This is the best. I've forgotten where to begin with these. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to... Okay. We're doing streaming on Thursday. There's Nuzlocke, Stock, and two Slow King... Is it, is it Barbaracles? Barbaracles? Yeah, yeah. With, with Sean. That's at nine o'clock. Uh, on Friday, I'm doing Dark Souls 2 still as I have been for like the last 10 years. Did you see like. what happened last week, Sarah? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, on the, the stream. On not the stream. The podcast. Uh, is that the one where you walked into the lava? No, no, that was a few weeks ago. So last week, Ian Lee raided us with 200 viewers just as James was about to beat a boss. So oh, no. all Ian Lee's viewers had raided over from his channel to... Um, <laughs> watched James and James went oh for fuck he's so annoying that was so <laughs> annoying he put me off because <laughs> <laughs> I died and it was like you just go oh, oh, no. thanks for the raid you know welcome to the chat none of that you were genuinely angry at the people that had joined <laughs> no because it, it put me off because I was like I'm gonna first it was I, I was gonna one, one off, hit it. like it was it was you know but gonna be one attempt in TCGS it was like when you were at school and the headmaster had to host a, a assembly because someone had said fuck in front of someone out in the streets and they're going look when you're wearing the uniform you're representing this school <laughs> even though you're not in the school you're representing that's what you're doing when you're doing those streams james sort yeah. it out i mean it was We've all right i mean I, I did promote it later Although okay, most people good. had left by that point. They had, so yeah, it was, you know, they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we've got that. Uh, on Friday, there's the Dark Calls rerun. Uh, there is. Apparently, it's the Four Kings. I nope, don't that remember. That was last week's one, just no one's updated yep. it. Okay, right. <laughs> I don't remember what happens next, so never mind. Just download <laughs> hopefully... it, you'll find out. It's, it's okay. Um, hopefully, it's okay. you're through the brick wall. Yeah, <laughs> I think I did. I think I did eventually. I know I did finish that game. I just don't remember what happened. Um, Twitch gaming is it called Twitch gaming still? <laughs> is it still called that? I don't know what it's called. Twitch you... uh, Prime Gaming. That's the Prime Gaming. Yeah, so please subscribe to us. We'd appreciate that using your free Amazon one or whatever. Please stop sounding sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we, we will... you don't you don't you don't sound sarcastic. You just sound like just over it. It's, it's ten to one. It's ten to one, Sarah. If you, you decided to move over there, James. Don't have a go at us for that, Sarah. If it was like this every week, would you listen to it? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I, I split it over like a few mornings anyway. So I, I like it when it's longer because it lasts longer. No, I mean the socials. Don't you usually tap out of the socials? Oh. If, if uh, this was depends. the socials every week, I mean, it's essential listening, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 
We've also got a Patreon. Is it patreon.com slash TCGS, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. What's this Epic Game Store thing? There's a creator code. If you buy anything on there and put TCGS in, apparently we get a kickback. We have not seen a penny from that. <laughs> so I think Matt is pocketing all that cash. <laughs> okay. and Maybe uh, just no one, no one's bought anything. I, that's probably it. <laughs> I probably yeah. that. And it's a yeah, TCGS code for everything else. Thank you so much for living it. And thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. It was good to have you back on the show. Yeah, it was, it was nice good to, to be yeah. back. Sorry, Sean made some excuses and left. But, you know, you know <laughs> that's the kind of guy he is. Sorry, sorry we've kept you up so late, James. <laughs> Don't be sorry. He decided to move over there. He could it's have true. been in the wonderful UK where it's 10 to midnight. Uh, yeah. But he decided and to time travel. It's all falling apart. It is all falling. You apart. know, you did, you did, you did the right thing. You, you got out. I'm kind of <laughs> jealous. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right, we'll catch you next week for more video game chit chat. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.